in a world where one freak is the man of the hour. Everyone is asking, hey, did you see this one? Oh, hello. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know that what that is. So lackluster. Oh, hey. I don't know what that intro was, guys. I just. Uh... I know. You should have said, Are you ready to experience a new dimension in terror? Well, because that's the tagline of the movie. Different dimension. You should, uh, once you get your computer up and running, we, maybe you could set up OBS and you can host from your end so you can do the, the little intro I, bit. Or, uh... I already have IBS and it's oh. terrible. <laughs> What is going on, people of Earth? It is Wednesday night, and you know what that means. We are talking about movies on... Hey, did you see this one? I'm your host this week. My name's Jason, um, and joined as always, it's Kaylin and it's Steven. Hello, gentlemen. How is everybody doing tonight? Are you ready to talk about the, the hit 1982 classic horror movie... Uh, that really kicks off the real motif of what Jason looks like now, uh, except for you know, shirt. He doesn't have the jumpsuit yet, but he looks like he looks like he has a jumpsuit. He's at, wearing a he's wearing a jumpsuit point, in this. At one point, at when, the, almost at the that. entire time he's wearing a no, green jumpsuit. Well, no, no, doesn't he have some flannel like a shirt? shirt. Yeah, that's at the beginning when he when it's a flashback from the second movie. No, he's got a shirt and pants on. In the second movie, he's got overalls and a bag on his head. I think when you're, when it's showing like the flannel, that's Rick or whatever the fuck his name is, and they're just psyching you out. No, 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 not the flannel. When they show him top, when they show him head to toe, when he shoots the Vera in the face, he's got a, <laughs> he's got a button up shirt and he's got slacks on. And he's got a Jason mask. Go back and Too look at that. He is wearing an, a coverall at one point, though. Maybe yeah. it's the flashback where he's trying to grab ass. It's definitely the grab ass part, and also he's wearing a coverall when he's uh, skulking around at the beginning, when he's going mm. after the couple. Anyway, we're oh, talking. We forgot to tell the folks: uh, get your three D glasses out. Get your three D glasses out because this episode is in three D. <laughs> it's really not. We can't, there's no way to do. <laughs> there might now be presented way. in smell o vision. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there might be a way to do that. Like there, there might be some filter that you can you can get that might allow you to put on 3D glasses, like what Kalen has. And I man, it should yeah, be easy. You just have two right the same in, image, just kind of overlaid but slightly off off center of each other, and then I guess add blue and green filters or blue and red rather. Yeah, that's not how it works at all. It's kind of how it works. <laughs> it's how it works in like when it was comic. Books. The cartoon, the drawing books, those like 3D, which I had. Books. I have a um. So this this movie, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, is in three D. I liked it when I was a kid. I saw it referred to frequently as Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D. Um, yeah. I did have a lot of comic books that came with the three D glasses, like what Kalen has, but they were just paper. Most notably, yeah. a Ghostbusters and a Ninja Turtles. I had dinosaur books. I had dinosaur ones too. For learning. Oh, not like dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, no, dun, 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 learning about dinosaurs. Okay. They made specific paper 3D glasses for this movie, and I kind of want 
a pair of them, but they're like super expensive. Like they, yeah, you probably like got them at the theater cinem- in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like cinematic, like historical memorabilia at this point. Even though you probably didn't have to pay anything for them when you got them back then. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the movie up, ticket. Yeah, they all ended up in the landfill because mm-hmm. people are like, "These will never be worth anything." That was a dumb popcorn movie. That like, you know. Yeah, it was a dumb popcorn money movie. Um, so what we'll do is the same thing we do every week, and this would be a part where I hit a button and there would be a little thing for, but it's uh it's I, I, hey did you see this one your history with this movie <laughs> oh it's a history of the movie if we when we make one of those can one of them can one of them be like just me saying it horribly like that like it's uh it's the it's the mpaa rating <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't mind, like a, another recording of me in the background going, "Oh God." Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um Okay, so this week, uh, since we started with me last week and the week before, we won't start with me this week. I got my, I finally got my payoff. But uh, let's go to Kalen first this week. Um, in your Kalen, in your Kalen, in your um, history with the movie, can you give us a brief rundown? of because you're the only one of the three of us that has the dvd version which is the only version i think that you can get that because i looked online i couldn't uh it it doesn't seem as though you can get the 3d version without owning the version that you have the i was thinking about that last night i was wondering if they made a vhs uh a 3d version on vhs and i can't imagine them ever doing that like that doesn't like with DVD, you can. It's kind of easy to have both, but with VHS, it's one or the other. I could see maybe yeah. at some point um, a special edition double VHS maybe coming up, but I don't think this movie was that. No, I don't this, think this movie this, was that. The series was all about making money and not about yeah. taking weird risks. Like <laughs> let's make a fucking VHS copy of the 3D. And then you lose your 3D glasses, and then you have to mail order them from the back of a comic book because that's the, like the only place you could get those exactly. in the in the 80s and 90s. Or a dinosaur book about learning. <laughs> I, was, I went to the dollar store actually looking for like a dinosaur book or something that had the paper ones, and I couldn't find any, so I, I ordered these off of. Well, they don't really do that anymore because, like, 3D was a gimmicky thing at one point, right? And, like, those books and stuff were sold on the idea of 3D when we were kids. But now 3D exists so accessibly in terms of, like, 3D televisions and going to see 3D movies every weekend. And it's a much better version of 3D than that. To the point that, like, 3D TV has come and gone even. The, you yeah, yeah really get... people bought it and realized like this actually kind of hurts my head kind of yeah. sucks the best <laughs> to sit version, in the center of the room the best version that i saw of it was um you had the glasses you put Avatar? on took batteries no no no. i'm talking about a tv oh the okay. glasses you put on like took batteries and you had to turn the glasses on but it would th- it would like 3d eyes non 3d shit so i watched an episode of seinfeld in like it's not perfect it's very much like when you you know the you know when you you 3D eyes a picture on Facebook. Have you guys ever seen that effect? How it kind of so. makes yeah. It look... No, I I had a TV that it did the like same thing where it would 3D everything. When I was living at Lisgar, we had a 3D TV and we had the glasses, but it was so terrible. It's like a jank. It, it actually yeah. was bad. Yeah. But that said, I have watched 3D DVDs. Um, I watched uh, Judge Dredd in 3D on my um ps my original psvr because the psvrs will show 3d movies 
and it it was fine like it looked pretty cool so like if it's good it's fine but like to go back to what we were talking about 3d is sort of a dead medium except for if you see it in theaters and personally i prefer to just go to the movies i saw um i saw screen x i didn't bring up avatar I was going to bring up seeing Ant-Man in Screen X. And Screen X was a cool different thing where the sides of the room light up too. Like the sides of the room kind of enhance the experience because something's projected onto the wall. Almost like a 180 kind of thing or something? Yeah, it's Hmm. like 270 degrees or something. But the problem with that, they used it sparingly. It wasn't like the whole time. And if they had used it the whole time, I would think it it sucked. I would like to see some hybrid of that with glasses <clears throat> that don't dim the movie also and right, also glasses yeah. that can go over glasses like not awkwardly oh that's, yeah true that's that's glasses activate glasses now <laughs> uh, not to not to name drop or whatever but kanye kind of did something like that not too long ago where he had you know him it was seven <laughs> He, well, he he. It was it was kind of like an immersive experience where there was the main screen, and then I think there was the side screens, and the, and then a top screen. So like, you were get you were everything that was going on in the scene, like was like you would see all the 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 angles or whatever. That's um, you didn't need glasses. Like it was just you look at this screen or you look yeah. at that like that thing. Look That's kind of what Screen X is, except it doesn't have the the ceiling. It just had the wall. The best 3D experience I've ever had was the Terminator 2 ride at Universal Studios when I was a kid, and I didn't I'd never seen 3D before. And when it blow when the robot blows up and the skull comes at you, <laughs> yeah. I actually was like. <laughs> I got so scared because I <laughs> believed that something was coming at my face, and it was it was intense. Yeah, you heard what I said. Coming at my face. The best the best three <laughs> D experience I've had recently um, wasn't really three D, but it's the, the PSVR two. Um, there's a couple games that I've played. One is the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge game, which is based off of the Galaxy's Edge ride at Disney, <laughs> and the other one. Um, it's basically exactly the same. If you were wondering, Steve, uh, if uh, if you come by this weekend, I'll let you play the demo for it, or we'll cool. just buy it and beat it. Um, the other one, like though, we're just beating it yeah. to the game, just looking at it <laughs> together. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll buy it and beat off. Um, the uh, other one is the Horizon Zero Dawn <clears throat> um, companion piece. I guess it is. It's a, it doesn't really take place in between. I don't think it takes place necessarily in parallel of the second game. But you're this other character. You're not Aloy from the main character from the two games, and you're this like thief. Her name's Aloy. Yeah, um, not Alloy. It's a little on the, Alloy. It's a little on the nose. I know because of the because <laughs> of the metal thing. Um, but he, it's basically like a climbing, exploration, um, bow and arrow sim kind of thing. Like you, it's kind of linear, and you go through it. But the thing that's really cool about it is the PSVR two can actually you can map your room. And when you're in a, an area, you can, like, walk or Like, if you have enough room in your living room or, you're, mm. or you set it up in a basement, you can actually, like, walk around in the space. It's not like the well, old VR experiences where it's all kind of happening to you. You can now... You create so much havoc in your space and trip and break stuff. And die. <laughs> and yeah, I move shit. I move a bunch of stuff out of the way to play VR now because I basically have to. One of the main reasons I still haven't done it yet is because I'm like, I... Feel like I might accidentally punch a hole in my TV. Like yeah. I might just just try it. Well, you played Beat Saber. I need like at a my harness. House. 
I know. Uh, yeah, actually, your original apartment, you were we were quite quite close to the TV. Yeah, and we were, uh, I knocked shit over there all the time. But yeah. uh, <laughs> this is sort of our hist- our general history with 3D. Let's uh, let's move it <laughs> along now. And get... I think it's fair. It's a fair discussion. To yeah, have. it's a good discussion to have before we get into considering this history. movie sucks dick. There's not <laughs> a lot to talk about in this movie. <laughs> That's I, a little extreme. Yeah, fair. it's not that bad. I have I a lot it. to say about it actually. I have a lot to say about it in, in kind of a positive light. Um, but we'll get to that once Kalen gets through his his history with the movie. But also let us know let us know some little bits about um, sort of what the three D added <clears throat> over just watching it on a on, on the two D. Yeah, yeah, and if you can throw in if you can throw in how much you love learning about dinosaurs at any point, <laughs> feel free to add that as well. Apparently, they didn't exist. <laughs> Oh God! You're one of those. A joke. I kid. I kid. <laughs> no, the Charles put them in the ground so we'd think. No, 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 stop this! <laughs> I hate this. I'm quitting. I'm sorry. That was I, a joke. Uh, I did when I was reading up on the movie, though. I I read somewhere that there's a a theater that still has the original uh, 3D film of the movie that they show in like around Halloween time, like in October or whatever. Um, but in regards to my first uh, my. It's My... called the well. It was called the General, and it, it was in Toronto, and they did it up until 2006 when the General was sold, and they sold the print to oh, no. another person, another owner, and now that print, I believe, is the same print floating around in Toronto, which is kind of cool because that's where that's where two of us live. <laughs> <laughs> we can go watch it, Jason. Hopefully. Keep your eyes peeled for Rise of the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, I will preface with saying uh, where 3D tech is right now. Really, the the best way to do it is at a theater and just leave it there um, for now, anyway. But obviously, the only way it's going to get better is by um, trailblazing and creating these new uh, ventures. And anyway, so my first experience with this movie was uh, so this is going to be a bit of a, a regurgitated uh, response. But uh, as said before, about two years ago is when I decided to go through the list of uh, the classic horror movies. And um, this one was so with uh, with Jason, w- without having seen the movies pri- <laughs> without having seen the movies prior, I always just knew the hockey mask version. And so like I saw the first one and it wasn't even him. It's like, well, that's weird or not weird or whatever, but it was just I, I wasn't ready for that or whatever. And then the second one, he's got the bag head or whatever. I was like, <laughs> no. Where's my what Jason? What the fuck? Okay, I can't handle yeah. this. What's they keep fucking on? sticking their finger in my ass and then not finishing the job. <laughs> and then this one comes along the and uh, sets sets the course. It they 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 find their stride. We get an awesome character with Shelly. Um, but yeah, so my first time, two years. I don't know if and... I would say awesome, but yeah. <laughs> Here's one of my favorites. Right. Lovable, lovable. The original nice whatever. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, so this is where it like... So yeah, first experience, two years ago. This is when I'm like, okay, this is now Friday the 13th for me kind of thing. Um, and it, two years ago would have just been like, two, like the regular version or whatever. And then last October... I do believe uh, is when I got the the whole series on DVD and the DVD copy, I put it in and it's like, do you want the 2D version or the 3D version? I'm like, what? They have it on here? Perfect. Yeah. I don't have any 3D glasses. 
<laughs> so I went around to like dollar stores and Walmart or whatever, trying to find like those old like 3D books that I remembered as a kid to get like a pair of paper glasses for cheap, you know, a dollar or whatever. But I couldn't find any. So I ended up uh, ordering, I think it was like a pack of six. So if you guys want to cop a pair, <laughs> um, but I went to all of us, we could all be wearing those cool glasses right now. <laughs> my bad. Um, so my first 3D experience was uh, November, I believe, when my glasses came in, and then I watched it on in 3D. And the so watching it in 2D, you can see the 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 scenes or like the visual kind of gags or whatever that they do that are specific for the gimmick stand out so much. Like in the 2D version, like you know they're doing it for that but it, it just doesn't really have any effects in that medium. And then watching it uh, for in the 3D version, it's, it's not crisp. Like it's not, it's not, the, it's not clear. It's, it's kind of fuzzy or whatever you do. There, there were a few of those, those visual gags though, that did kind of work. So like the first one with the guy in the clothesline and the, the stick that was holding up the clothesline falls down and he picks it up and it like comes at the screen or when a, the the scene of the kids playing street baseball and the scene opens with the bat like right in your face, um, the I was hoping the popcorn would be kind of fun and cool, but it was too like little. It was like quick little pops, and it just wasn't really working that well. Um, the harpoon to the face was awesome, um, but yeah. So like as far as my 3D experience, it it was it's a fun little novelty, but. It, it, again, like the tech's not there for it to really work effectively, unfortunately. Also, as a, <clears throat> I remember reading as a kid that like those 3D glasses are not good for your eyes. I seem to recall that, um, which I oh, think no, I've gone cross-eyed, which is funny because like they were so prevalent when we were. Wait, kids. are you telling me that having one color on one <laughs> eye and one color on the other eye is bad for your eyes? It could be. It could very well be. It's possible. It's no uh, it's definitely way. possible. <clears throat> it's definitely a possibility. Um, Kalen, is that everything? That tell, is tell everything. Tell me. I need to know about one more thing that I thought might have looked cool. When he throws the knife and the knife comes, <laughs> was that okay? Would that look all right? Or was it more like things that are stationary like the yoga stationary was better moving yeah. things not so much stationary because they they're not relying on accuracy of an actor or you know like you can really tell in certain moments that the actor is not focused on acting and what yeah. they're focusing on like, is trying I'm to make sure that they're lining up the item into right. the yeah. frame <clears throat> yeah specifically that clothesline the guy looks right into the camera <laughs> and you can tell he's like lining it up to like a tape mark or something. And yeah. the guy yo-yoing, he's like yeah. so fucking right. focused. Like he's not yeah. like, huh, I'm yo-yoing at you. He's like, Holy well, something fuck. I noticed about all of it, I gotta get this yo-yo right. You can tell it's a 3d scene if they focus, if they spend way too much time on it. And I find that that the same thing happened in uh, that Harold and Kumar. I, t I talked about this last week, I think, but the Harold and Kumar three, 3d christmas movie yeah. so there's a scene where the they throw a flaming christmas tree out a window and it's in slow motion mm. and in not 3d it's the it looks so weird and it re really reminded me of uh <clears throat> when we saw that him just hold us the bat and the, the holding the stick at the camera like like that 
The 3D yeah. effect looks like me. I love it, though. I think it's so funny. I the... think it's so funny to watch something that's, like, supposed to be in 3D and it's not in 3D just to, like, see those moments where you're like, this is hilarious. Like, it, it <clears throat> every time it happened, I was, like, joyous. I was like, ah! Because <laughs> like, like, also... I, I didn't have the 3D, so it was funny to me. I'm also wondering if there's moments that um, didn't look like they were supposed to be in 3D. So, there's one moment where... Um, fox is is goes into the barn and she's just kind of fucking around with stuff <clears throat> and yeah, i and touching i want everything every single thing she in the touches whole barn. she just touches every single thing <laughs> like she's never been in a room before she's like wow look at all of this stuff i was wondering if that was supposed to be a 3d moment in that the things in front of her were meant to be kind of 3d and it was supposed to look like she was in 3d space no man the gag the old the 3d gag in this era was not like the James Cameron version of 3D where the environment is 3D. It's like the items are coming just at you like, like that. Yeah. It's only 3D. this way. It's only this way. It's never depth. Like you're never yeah. There was a jo- uh, I think that's... there was a joke on, I think it was like Full House or something where they just kept going Ooh, Yeah, like well Wayne's that's world. that's what it was. And like, so the the whole James Cameron like 3D revolution stuff that he was doing with uh, Avatar, the first Avatar, was that he's like, we're not creating like there was movies that came out before that that were using 3D, but he's like, I want to create 3D that like makes you seem like you're looking yeah, into a window rather when... than. I'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry if you guys can hear this. Like, no, it's cool. I heard it for like a second, but your mic pretty much kills it. The um, okay. the thing that I've noticed about modern 3D compared to like this the the visual gag stuff is now they don't play <clears throat> they don't play up the 3D. It's more like you're sitting in the room and if it's raining there's a bit of you can kind of see the rain in the theater or if it's snowing the, sn- yeah, the, the snowflakes are like coming in this era the gag you. was it's coming at you like yeah. and, and like you're supposed to be startled people... by it coming yeah at you. exactly yeah. Yeah. and that's why it's so funny to me to watch this because it is like that gag the full house gag like the <laughs> like that's I, what's hilarious i posit that it would look a lot cooler not it not necessarily in a regular theater but in the setting of a drive in movie like that specific setting might not make it look better necessarily but that's the ultimate fun you can have with it you yeah know what i mean? feel like i wonder did did 3d work at drive-ins though i'm because, sure like, it did but it the can. thing is, is like well i'm not certain i would have to look it up because i don't know for sure i can't say but like i oh, know right. that Do they need two projectors the thing about 3D is that it's it's far more complicated than what you guys were saying. Where it's like it's just two different colored cells, and you put on glasses, and it connects them. It's like no, no, they, there's lots of other factors you have to take into consideration. Like they would only be able to play uh, 3D movies in specific th- in specific cinemas and theaters within those cinemas because the people would be sitting in specific spots where the 3D effect would be accomplished, where it would not be accomplished elsewhere. You know, like you you have to take those things into consideration. <clears throat> Oh, um, you're right. You're right. I just looked it up, and a quick search says that uh, it didn't work well in the drive-in setting. Yeah, it's because you know, they there's did it. a billion. Yeah, I'm sure it's, they did. It's about um, the darkness of the room, too, right? Like that's yeah. kind of like. Did you watch it in pitch in like pitch dark, Kalen, or did you watch with like a lamp on, or like? Uh, no, I yeah, pitch dark. I wanted. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to the screen or whatever uh one other thing i'll add though is i was surprised <clears throat> that i was able to differentiate colors like i just i don't know why that seems surprising to me i don't know how the brain works but i just find that really interesting that i was 
able to actually see different colors like it didn't because when you look at a magazine it's usually in just like that blue and red like outline and you don't get right color. yeah exactly but you're watching like you're watching those two colors happen but also that color from the movie is there right so yeah those colors came through a bit <clears throat> that's interesting did you find that yeah. like it's almost your brain like... is pretty sick we got good everybody has a sick brain sick brain we can bro. do that shit did you find that dope because I remember there were um, <clears throat> 3D. This is your brain on 2D. <laughs> this is your brain on 3D. Did, did I remember? Oh, I know so much about dinosaurs now. <laughs> you would find books like those dinosaur books. I, I remember having one that was like this, and I remember having seeing like watching movies that were meant to be watched in three, but I didn't have the 3D glasses, or maybe there were you know there were VHSs out there that had the 3D effect. But I remember that being like, take your glasses off, put the glasses back on take the glasses off was this a movie about... oh like, to like tell on, you when in to the bottom on, of the yeah. screen it would say like turn take your glasses off or in the magazine so for... it'd be like take your glasses off for this section and then when it's like i remember with the ghostbusters one it wasn't the whole comic it was just yeah. like there was just you know, a situation where they're in a room with a bunch of ghosts and it'd be like yeah. put the glasses on now it'd be like oh shit do, uh, okay, do you think cool. that this movie could have benefited from because <clears throat> obviously there's scenes that just aren't at all 3d yeah do you think they could have benefited from having something like that or or did it just make sense to just have the glasses on the whole time because you could see the color i think i mean uh personally i would say it's probably i would find it annoying to do the on and off thing i think yeah and so it's probably better just to do it straight through with uh so with the 3d version um there is a message at the beginning of the movie where it's like uh, the first few minutes of the movie are not in 3D, but you will need your glasses. Um, so it does the the it does the the it uh, picks up where the last one left off, which I thought was way too much. Like we didn't need to see all of that. Like they, they could have edited. They did that in the last movie too, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Is this yeah. a trend? Like, are they just going to end starting? Uh, they, movies? I believe, they stopped doing that. Okay, after, yeah. After this one is this one. is the last one where they do it. Yeah, because yeah. that um, shit. But in both movies, it's like seven or eight minutes. I mean, movie. if you're going to do a recap, fine. But like, maybe film a new thing. I know, like, obviously the budgets on these movies are low for a reason because they yield so much cash and they do so well that they're like, well, we can like pad the runtime by adding yeah. t- 10 minutes at the beginning that is just 10 minutes at, at the end of the last movie. And th- this is like one of my main criticisms for when I rewatch these movies is I always forget about these recaps where I'm like, it's not a recap though. You're just showing the last 10 minutes of the movie. And yeah. I'm like, I know I just watched it <laughs> like not that yeah. long ago. Yeah. Especially the thing like, is, yeah, is that just this movie, like kind of the highlights of it or whatever, right? This was like a saw thing, right? Like this movie came out 11 months after the second one. It's not like yeah. they, this is like every year they were making these for a little while. And yeah. it, it's like, people didn't really need it, I guess. I mean, we live in a different era where you can look up a recap online right now. If you, if you forget a little bit of information, but yeah, 10 minutes is too much. Too like much. all you need to do is show her, you know, getting wheeled away to the insane asylum or whatever and i would have been like oh yeah you're at I forgot. The third, it's like a lot of the mcu stuff like if you're at the third one chances are you, you know what's you going know on what's going on like yeah. and even if you saw yeah. this even if you <clears> hadn't <throat> seen this like the second one kind of requires you knowing what's what happened in the first one 
in the same well the same i want way? i'll use a, 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 an example of, of this done so well so much better and like it's a very nerdy example but it is a good example it's the two towers the lord of the rings oh you movies. can bring up lord of the rings but i can't talk about final fantasy you bring up Final Fantasy in every episode. This is the first time I've brought up Lord of the Rings. You know, so, Jason is kind of like the final boss. Of, no, he's really not like anything in Final <laughs> Fantasy. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so in the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, Gandalf, in quotation marks, dies. Uh, and at the very beginning of The Two Towers, they have that whole moment the audio of that moment being played over this helicopter shot of a mountain. And then it goes into the mountain and it shows seconds of that interaction between uh, Frodo and Gandalf as the Balrog destroys the bridge. And then Gandalf falls and you see everybody run away. And that's like a very, it's a pinnacle moment in the movie, the first movie, but rather than follow the fellowship as they run away, you follow Gandalf as he's following down the follow falling down the hole and then they have a whole new thing that they show that you didn't see in the first movie, but it is essentially giving you a recap of events, but yeah. also showing you new stuff, right? Like things that you yeah. didn't see before. I think, and like that, that would be better, right? That would be more interesting. With Halloween <clears throat> one and two, that that sort of they recap by just showing the like the literal moments, and then the movie just continues. That, yeah, that yeah, be... and I, like I like I said, I know that the the you know, the budgets are low and they, it, it is much cheaper for them to just slap 10 minutes of a movie they've already shot to the beginning. But like, I'm sure there's other footage that they didn't use in the first movie. Maybe try and cobble something together with that. Mm -hmm. where like, like Jason going through the woods or, or anything. Right. But it was, and it like, was literally just taken from the first, from the, from the second movie. That's what I mean. They probably had stuff that got cut and put onto the cutting room floor from the second movie that they could have used in that 10 minute intro that oh. people hadn't seen before. Right. Like take those bits and those scraps, like table scraps and try to cobble something else together. That's new rather than just showing us the end of the movie again. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we saw the movie. We remember what happened. Why don't you, um, why don't you give us your, your brief history of the movie? Cause we should probably, we, we were just talking. Yeah, about I mean, the movie. I, I, I don't think I have a lot to say about the first time I watched this movie because like, most of you guys like the i was scared of horror movies as a kid as i've said lots of times before and then i one day gained bravery and decided to watch all of them and the friday the 13th series was one of those uh um sagas of movies that i was like i'm gonna dive in deep and hard and fast and i did and once i realized that they're not actually that scary it's more about like horrific and fun kills i got really into it and i sped through it quickly but this one unfortunately for me is one of those ones that I always kind of like spread over a long piece of bread. Like it's a piece of butter that I'm spreading over like a bunch of other, like a lot of the stuff in this movie gets spread to other movies. And I, and I always forget that it's contained within one movie and so many little pieces like your, end up being sprinkled throughout other, other uh, Friday the 13th movies. Like your child's play uh, <clears throat> teacher getting murdered thing from yeah, last week. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's the same thing where, so much of this movie I, I always forget is just isolated within this movie and I, I think that it's actually sprinkled over it a bunch right. of different other movies yeah that um, uh, that Jason outfit was like he's synonymous <laughs> with the jumpsuit but that Jason outfit that you see him in that I was talking about like that's that 70s Jason with like the slacks and the fucking button up I'm like yeah. that also reminds me of like how I would picture Jason in my head when I was a kid 
So there's lots of good Jason uh, patinas, you know, like he's got a, a lot of good different uh, outfits. Jason, for a guy who lives inside of a lake, <laughs> the bottom of a lake, he's got a good wardrobe. He's got a great weird yeah. ghoul war. He's like a ghoul but with this, a mask on. This is the the first one though that also kind of starts to to bring to light the weirdness of Jason, and right. he's not just like a, a like a unfortunate uh, man with like. We'll get to that because I have a lot of insight on what this movie right. means to the series. Let me so just... yeah, for me, the first time I watched it was when I sped through the, the in the first time, and like I I don't really have a, a specific memory okay. of the first time I watched it. Yeah. So my mine is similar in that um, I was horrified of Jason as a kid. Um, and th- this version of him would have been pretty prevalent. This these this one is like the first time he is the Jason we know him as. The the the, the origin story of the mask is in this, um, and this one I think was the one that was shown at like birthday parties, sleepovers, and stuff, where I'd go cower in the other room and play action figures while all my friends are really cool. And I'd hear them react, and it made me more scared because I was like, "Oh, that means something <laughs> fucking horrific just happened." You watch it now, and it's not—that's not it at all. It's just fucking like funny, gross, not like horrific, yeah. gross. Um, but the thing, Jason, you and I are so similar. I would do the yeah. same thing. Like I would go <laughs> play like Star Fox sixty four in the other room, being like, oh, "They're watching Scream." I'm and sure it's scary. It's called Scream. For some reason, <laughs> they didn't even rag on me for it. It was a prime opportunity to bully me either. The shit, I think they, they realize like, like he's our, he's fucked. He doesn't like it's yeah. fine. We don't need to make fun of him. Like the, the he's main already traumatized. Remember, <laughs> there, there was two that I remember very distinctly, and Candyman was one of them. And I feel like that movie, even now, like that one's going to be one that I eventually watch and be like, oh, that is kind of fucked. Um, but the but Darkman yeah. is like a comic book movie, and for some reason, at the very beginning, a guy's head gets <laughs> like run over by a hubcap or something that's what i what i remember and there's like a rolling head and i remember being like nope i'll see you guys in the <laughs> watch this. that's this is terrifying <laughs> yeah but it, but you watch it now and it's fucking probably goofy as shit um the, the sam raimi he doesn't really make horror he makes, horror, makes comedy. horror comedies but what i really want to talk about for just a second here is my memory of my parents telling me about the origins of my name and i might have referenced this on the show before and it's pretty simple my dad my dad and my mom were trying to come up with names for me and they really liked the name Jason, but this fucking, they were afraid that I was going to get bullied. Like so bullied. Uh, but for, Jason's are always cool. Yeah, I know, but well, not sure. But my point is, is like the name Jason is synonymous with the, with the serial killer movie guy. And they didn't want me to be, you know, made fun of for it or whatever. So anyway, in 1985, um, Jason five, <laughs> Your mom out. gave birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the movie is like the final Jason. What's the f- part five called? The final, the final chapter. Friday. I yeah, think. the, the like Friday. the final chapter, the final Friday. So my they saw that and they were like, "He's done. He's done, baby." They never make a sixth one of any of these, and they didn't really didn't back then. You know, they didn't make a sixth one. Anyway, let alone 14, 14 more after that. Yeah. 10 of them, 10 In this one, he goes to hell. Multiple reboots. <clears throat> uh, there's three Halloween movies called Halloween. Just putting that out there. Um, th- so it became a thing because of these, the grimoire. But the thing is, is I always assumed that the, it came out in, this movie came out in March. They named me between March and April, right? They were like, okay, we've got this name. The Jason's dead for good. 
and then I assumed that the next Jason movie wouldn't come out. The way they talked about it is that next Jason movie doesn't come out for years. The next Jason movie comes out in August 1986. So <clears throat> there were 14 months or f- 15 months, 16 months between between part five and six. And they must have been like, fuck. <laughs> So I don't know. I always, I, I always, think it's fine to be named. Jason, I, I also like. do, but like my parents <laughs> are boomers, crazy. and then everybody was a fucking idiot in the eighties. Um, yeah, they didn't have the same. They didn't have the same follow through with thought that we do nowadays. They didn't have the same self awareness that we do nowadays. So they, they, right. I, I honestly just see these like twenty five year olds being like, "We got this kid coming." I like the name Jason. It's very popular for the this 80s. whole. Uh, this whole discussion reminds me of that scene in The Simpsons where they're trying to pick a name for Bart, and he, like Homer is way more concerned about whether or not he's gonna get bullied over picking a name they like. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, this predates that. So, was there a reason they, they name liked... him Bart? Yeah. What was there a reason they liked Jason? The name Jason just it was a popular name and there were a lot the, the other names that i was considered having were like christopher and 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 matthew so those were on the, those were on the basic i give you a philip kind of look like a philip then my name would be philip phillips <laughs> in fact my wife wants to call our firstborn son philip because she thinks it's hilarious and i'm like really <laughs> there's no way i'm doing not that for him i bet yeah. no there's no way i'm doing it. but on the other end of the spectrum they wanted to name me some shit like bear that's cool that's I think, dope name. I think i could pull off a bear now but i think it would be a different connotation i think i could fight a bear now <laughs> no i think it'd be a different connotation because i've grown into being what uh the gays call a bear and uh <laughs> if i rolled around as a bear being called bear i might have to uh you know just live the gimmick, brother. <laughs> brother bear. Brother bear. Yeah. Cub bear. Uh, anyway, my history with the movies I watched it yesterday. And my new thing, I think, is going to be watch movies on Tuesday nights, watch them all the way through, and uh, not try to not try to jam it into my already. Yeah, man. I was trying to. We used to we used to try and get them going every Tuesday at my house, like the ones we were doing for the podcast, because it is more enjoyable to watch with. Some of these movies, at least. Some of them, it's nice to watch by yourself, but... I'll tell you, Steve. You something live, like this would have been way better. You live just, yeah. just too far away. Like, just... like Unless you get locked out of your apartment, then you come then I go crying to my to house and watch Batman Returns in. with me. Please let me in. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Can yeah. I ask a quick question about the origin of your guys's, um your 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 tag names or whatever? Like Spider-Hero and Boba Blackfly? Spider Hero is a comic book character I created, and the nine thousand comes from me not wanting to have to make another. Because back when back when people were making email addresses, they put the year in their address, yeah. and I was like, it's it's going to be obsolete in one year. I don't. I didn't want to. So have... I'm going to use the year nine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Funk Slinger. Like all biblical names. That's true. All biblical uh, names in the my... names. My email when I was a child, from like the first time I got an email when I was maybe in the fifth grade, I think, was Boba Flex. Because <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought it was cool, like Boba Fett from was, Star Wars. My first one was Flex Cloud. It. My first one was Cloud Nine One One, and uh, people thought I was being super clever. Like, oh, I get it. It's like you're on a Cloud Nine One One, and I was like, no, I love the Cloud from Final Fantasy, and I didn't have a number, so I put Nine One One next to it. 
Yeah, so you're both I wasn't done that. talking about mine yet. I know. I, I interrupted you because it relates to exactly what you're saying, how it evolves. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to be a jerk, and I'm the host, so I'll do what I want. So, uh, so yeah, Bubba Flex was with the, the, the email I had when I was young, and then one day I was making Instagram and I was like, Oh, maybe I can use Boba flex again. Like I did when I was a kid, that'd be funny. Boba flex. Like I'm Boba fat, but you know, like juicing or something. And it was, it, it was already taken. So I was like, Oh, what? fuck that. Um, but I had been making this, this like fantasy series of things that was called like black fly chronicles, stories, tales or whatever. So I was like, I'll call it Bubba Blackfly. And then that's uh, where it came from. So it's a, a combination of my love of Star Wars, my first childhood email, and uh, a fantasy thing that I was writing at the time. Very nice. Very nice. Kaylin, yeah. tell us about yours. Uh, we I have accidentally some... misspelled my own name. <laughs> <laughs> well, we uh, so we have some Greek family friends. And uh, the, the father calls me Achilles. Uh, Achilles. Um, I guess kind of because, uh, so like the story behind Achilles, there's like the goddess and then some Greek guy and then they had Achilles or whatever. And they always called my mom princess die. Wow. That was a real, you just really kind of breezed over the tale of Achilles there hard. (laughs) He helped down take the, he, he's the guy who used the Trojan horse to get inside of no, 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 but the, the, the part of the his story that relates to my name or whatever. So like when you got stabbed in the heel. <laughs> <laughs> well, they because they call my mom Princess Di. And then, uh, you know, there was a Greek guy or whatever. And then here I am. So I guess kind of like along the same like those that same sort of story sort of uh, is where it came from. And then um, I think it might have been Tyler, the creator that inspired me to switch the first two letters kind of like where he does like golf wang or, or wolfgang or whatever and i was like oh if i switch these letters it kind of it's kind of like achilles it's a killing so achilles but with an n and then also like on tundra i'm making a killing or whatever right like if I'm, okay. yeah. i didn't know it was pronounced like that yeah i always i always pronounce it asylum yeah asylum. like you should be locked up in one you psychopath <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh we that, those were the origins of our handles why, why did that happen i guess you know what here's why because the origin of jason's mask was this movie yeah and it was great um i guess we can get into it i we've never done our we've never taken 45 minutes to do our intro before so that's that's new <laughs> that's a new we thing. also I talked about a lot of stuff so. that's true we talked about a lot of stuff that are threads in this movie that we're going to go back to so I'm going to go the funky theme music intro so, that's perfect i'm going to kind of go down my notes which are sort of a it's not like the whole plot point for point. Um, I just, I made more like thought notes <laughs> as yeah. I was going. So I'm going to do, I'm going to try it that way this time <clears throat> because I feel like we'll just get to a point and talk about it for a while because there's a lot of, this movie is basically the first movie, which is the second movie, which is basically the first movie in that the conceit yeah. is that some kids are going to camp crystal Lake sometimes uh, even, well even we should we should also mention that this movie was their fallback script they had another script that okay, they weren't able that. to use uh they originally wanted to have the character from the last movie who survived be locked up in a uh, men- mental institution and jason was going to come and haunt her in the asylum oh, that'd be an interesting and 
I, it, I, I, yeah, it probably would have been a little, a lot different than this. But instead, they're like, let's just do the paint by numbers, get a bunch of sexy teens, throw them in a cabin, and we'll get them the killed. sexiest teens how, today. How do we make it different? Uh, they're not camp counselors this yeah, time. They're, they're just, just friends. They're just <laughs> and they're they're friends. Do that point. I thought so. Okay, I don't care if he's just some crazy killer that goes around killing people. But I thought that there was a reason behind his killing. Well, the, and the, this one yeah. kind of makes it seem like there isn't. I have a theory. Welcome to Jason's theory corner for this week. <gasps> Hold on, what? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, there's actually I have two theories cor- corner. One of them is like viable, and one of them is just stupid. Um, this one is the more viable thing. And <clears throat> actually, now that you've told me that the um, the movie is like a an alternate plot and it makes sense because that we have that thing where she has a memory of meeting jason my theory is that that flashback scene actually takes place before the first movie or simultaneously to it um uh, and it's not that far-fetched but it make no, it makes it is why because he's a child still remember in the end of the first movie he's like a little boy and then the second movie is like much later camp blood Seven years ago, Camp Blood got murdered by all these this crazy shit. So, and she said that that instance happened the summer before. Okay, so one year before. Okay, let me let me rephrase because that's a good point. This happened. So your both a, your theories are insane. Is a prequel <laughs> to the second, second movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, my other theory. While we're still in Jason's theory corner, this movie all happens because when they're when they're on their way the hippie dude uh is paranoid because he won't stop he's smoking weed like i've never seen people smoke weed before he's like smoking yeah. a joint and then lighting another joint and she's hitting the joint and they're just passing yeah. the joint like smoke just smoke your own joint and they're just smoking joints and smoking joints. and then the the police like speed up. donors are a very and, loving sharing bunch i get that but it's if two people are the only two that are smoking weed just smoke your I own i misheard his name when they said it in this movie and i was like is his name like I thought? I thought they said his name was like Bless or something like oh, something. That's not Henry, what, what I thought it was. It's Chuck, I think. I or think Chuck, and Chuck. Ch- Chuck and Chili. Yeah, the girl's name is Chili. Chili, yeah, Chili is that one. Uh, yeah, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. Um. Yeah. Anyway, my theory, my far-fetched, even more far-fetched theory, is that because they have to uh, eat all of the weed that they eat, this they mm-hmm. never leave the van. They're just tripping. This balls. whole movie's a hallucination. He's just tripping out, just... and he's like remembered a story he heard about Camp Blood, and he's they're, like, they all eat and the he's weed. listening they to the like, sick tunes. No, they're all eating the weed. They're all trying to get rid of the weed. Not everyone, because they're pregnant. Also, she's pregnant. That's true. Why do they throw that in there? What the fuck? There's literally no reason for that to be. There's so many interesting little character tidbits in this movie that they don't. Ever follow up on who's pregnant? They never give the, the uh, people who are having sex all the time. Oh, um, was it Andy and Debbie Bert? and nude Debbie stand? Yeah, uh, Andy, yeah, handstand and nude boobs. <laughs> yeah, handstand <laughs> and the person who went on to become a journalist who was heavily involved in the OJ Simpson trial. <laughs> the funny thing about the, the, the girl in that couple is that she became a journalist who was a person on the stand in the oj simpson trial i know it's pretty crazy as it relates to this movie though um (laughs) she has a scene where like she's about to have sex with the dude and they she covers up and they don't show it and i'm like oh so okay cool they're doing a little it's a little bit more they're not showing nips in this one but then she fully showers for five minutes 
Yeah, but you don't see her nips only like a little bit. A little glimpse. At one point. A little, yeah. little glimpse. You see it. Yeah. You see it enough that it's that you're seeing it, but yeah. not enough to be like, I'm gonna masturbate to this as a thirteen. <laughs> Listen, I could have figured something out. Okay. I would have paused it. <laughs> But you'd think that in a 3D movie like this, they would have tried to figure out a way to have like tits like 3D at you, right? Like somehow. That moment where he's laying in the... They didn't. That's exactly what I thought was about to happen. That moment where he's laying in the hammock and she's about to get on top of him, that would have been a prime opportunity. But they... I don't know if that would have put a hard R rating on the movie or... Well, yeah, this was, I think, around the time that they were starting to be like no boobs and blood you can have boobs or blood but not both you can pop like, a I think that's when, eye like... and you could have a soothsayer character holding an eye but the, yeah, eye, the soothsayer character who's holding an eye it has to look like a nondescript item and the eye flying out has to look <laughs> it didn't look like an eyeball at all to me no. right like i was like what is that yeah, it, looks like is a, it a rabbit's eye. foot <laughs> sheep's eye or a cow's eye yeah well because they yeah. showed the rabbits all die at the beginning so i thought it was going to be I thought it was like a rabbit's foot or something at first. And then, he, and then somebody was like, it's an eyeball. And Shelly, the voice of reason, is like, don't touch that. Don't touch it. Nobody <laughs> touch that. It could be disease. The, uh, I love that this movie, I think, is this the first one of these besides? Oh, I guess there is the guy that dies it's in the, the first third two one. I know, but thank you. Is this the first <laughs> one of these, of all of these, that has the literal, like, you don't want to go down that road. No, the first two the movies first has two like have actual that, man. Yeah. That man, and but it's he, the same guy in the first two, and then the right. second one he gets like yeah. killed. He gets murdered, so fa- like but by barbed version, wire on the throat or whatever. Yeah. This version of the soothsayer character is much more to the point, and only in it for a minute, and almost dies yeah. by getting run over. And then he goes like this: <laughs> the screen with an eyeball that still doesn't look like an eyeball to me, like a cat, a dried up cow's eyeball or something. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Kalen's right. I think it was a goat or a sheep. Yeah, it's an animal eye. It's not a human eye. Um, the thing we that... should talk about, you know, the 3D gags, right? Like, I, I yeah. do. We, I know I we went them, through a lot of. I have them in my notes as as we I know, go. but I just want to talk about how many they they throw at you in that first sequence of like the convenience store uh husband and wife who hate each other or whatever well actually it doesn't seem like the husband doesn't seem like he hates the wife he seems like he's more just like annoyed with the wife but she seems like she fucking hates here's how i interpreted their relationship he seems like an idiot carefree happy-go-lucky guy who loves wildlife and sneaking some bourbon sneaking some snacks sneaking some bourbon on the can the, the ADR that they, or not ADR, but the Foley effects they use for him sitting on the toilet might have been the most realistic shitting sound I've ever heard in a film, ever. I couldn't believe it that they put that much effort. The sound was in hero vision. Is it like What I movie? couldn't believe is that he was hiding his whiskey inside of a beer case. He like opened a beer case <laughs> no, to like so pull cold, out a, a bottle of... No, it was like Coors Light cases like stacked on top of each other. Like he's hiding it inside of a... Anyway... <laughs> Whatever. More alcohol. Uh, but yeah. she, I, I think that if uh, I think she was stuck with this man, she looked like um, she if she w- w- didn't have like, yeah, she's the, got the curlers in her hair. She's, she's yeah, probably she trying to look the good. Cur- in if town, she didn't so. have the curlers in her hair and she had like a bit of makeup on or whatever, I think that she's much too attractive for him. That's the vibe that I got from their relationship. I got the vibe that she's still trying to like look because like they purposely are trying to make this person who is clearly attractive look unattractive like by putting the curlers in her hair making her walk around her house coat and she's constantly like like scowling scowling even while she's watching tv she's like 
She's the stereotype. Like, you only have so many <laughs> options in small towns, okay? She's the stereotype. Uh, but she was clearly a very attractive woman, is my point. And uh, he was clearly a very 70s guy. <laughs> yeah, just balding and done. afro but he, at the he same loves time. animals remember yeah. when he picks up the rabbit and he hugs it and he offers the rabbit a donut but they heavily implied that rabbit is a wild rabbit because she's no. like i know that he had that cage with the rabbit in it but she's like put that filthy animal down no she says put it back where it belongs which is the cage is in the barn which is where he goes and finds the dead rabbit that's where my head went and then as I was saying that I re- realized that I remembered, <laughs> I remembered that I'm wrong <laughs> but mean, that's Jason's way of saying you're not wrong but <laughs> Jason uh, is skulking around not me Jason the murder man not me again is skulking around the premises at this point um, and he fully pulls the head off of a rabbit did you guys notice when he walks in and puts the rabbit down in the wheelbarrow? He just kind of drops it into like a bowl or something that's in the wheelbarrow, and the bowl like yeah, something flips like flips up. over. Yeah, I did notice. That, like yeah. the, 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 it's a lot of like we got it in one take. Where that's yeah. the best take <laughs> well, we had. The thing is, the mo- this movie like they were setting up those three D gags so much more importantly that they were like, we don't have time for this other shot because we it took us four hours to set up this three D gag. So. Just, just walk on. through and do whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, and it'll be fine. A lot of Shelly moments, I can tell that the actor was like not sure what to do. And like I'm like, the director wasn't giving this guy direction. Right. Like he was just saying, like, just be yourself or something, you know? Like there's moments where Shelly like looks directly in the camera and it's in the movie. And you're like, what the this guy just like stared into the camera for a couple seconds there. Were the um... which is terrible yeah i know that's like rule that's like 101 filmmaking did um th- those opening credits kayla i forgot to ask were those fully in 3d like did they pop out um no uh but it it did have a little like i'm not sure if like because it was in red or something they kind of felt a little more highlighted okay. but it wasn't it wasn't in 3d okay. wow that's surprising because it seems like it they looks were really like it should have been yeah exactly. 3d effect yeah. um and that anyway, probably would have been the best use of it for like just the font, like the font and yeah. stuff, right? And to get people know. hyped up for baseball bats and snakes and shit. So like, I, I just wanted to say that within that opening sequence, because this is about when he dies, right? Like he gets killed and well, then she was, gets killed. There was one more thing that I wanted to mention before that, and it was a 3D gag, I believe. But the whole snake thing, what the fuck was that? Well, it's implying that the snake killed the rabbits. It's in the rabbit cage. Oh, okay, but did you when you when they show this the actual rabbits through this snake strike? It's clearly got a bunch of strings on it, like it's like a yeah. Really that's how they got it to done. come towards the camera. They I pulled that, the strings. Steve, I got that, but it's such a poor animatronic <laughs> setup that. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're watching it now on like high definition televisions True. and like prints that have been pulled over. Like it, it probably was not nearly as apparent, and they didn't worry about it. They're like, no one's gonna notice it, and if they do, it's fine. They'll forget about it by the time the baseball bat comes. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point because the the whole thing would have been too that like the screen wouldn't have been in super like you're in a dank theater. It's there's probably the mist of cigarette smoke, right? Um and then the projection quality isn't as good, even though film film is better than digital but even back then like the fit the actual projector had to like yeah be of a certain quality so i guess i guess that's a good point the 3d might have actually worked better on a shitty like in the pitch dark 
movie. Yeah. Movies. Also, screen. fun fact: the snake that they beheaded in the first Jason movie, the real snake they killed on camera, that's yeah. the snake they used for that 3D effect. They There's saved no his corpse and dried it. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, no, I'm not making it up. I'm Here, not making it up at all. Because Steve is a bad liar, I'm going to give you. I pulled up a. I pulled up a list of facts from this movie. I'm going to give you a real fact right now. I just thought of that joke. I made it up just now. I right? hadn't even thought about it until this moment, until you started asking about that fucking right, snake. Right before Debbie is killed, she picks up a copy of Fangoria and turns it to an author, an article about Tom Savini. The man Tom Savini was only 23 years old at the time and then went on to make all of the masks <laughs> the for man, Jason 4. The man the responsible for all the Friday. gore in some of the Friday the 13th films. Also, the man who does a lot of the gore for The Walking Dead. And that makes me want to talk about our inability to watch these movies as kids but the i'm watching the walking dead right now again like i picked up from where i left off and the writing is bad but the the <clears throat> horror element the gore and the fucking spookiness is off the charts compared to these movies that supposedly would kill me if i watched them they these movies <laughs> would yeah. destroy this my also soul set primarily during the day which is really we've talked about that a bunch of times in the horror movies we've done the john carp the whole john carpenter month we kept bringing up that like when john carpenter does shut shit in the daytime it's like it's not great it's not Not great you need you need but i mean you can use daytime to be spooky and weird and and off-putting but like it can't be threatening like it is creepy at the end of the movie when jason's like and he's like looking through the window yeah. through the window it's creepy because he's in a dark little he's trying to get hole. out and it's like but then when he comes out and is like running i'm like you look like chunk okay. from the news <laughs> this is this isn't that's scary um and then the majority of the movie is like the gang the biker gang showing up and like all that stuff and you just don't see jason really but yeah. he's there but because everything's so well lit you're you're not as creeped out and because the characters feel safe because it's daytime you're yeah. you're not in it with them where where they're like hello oh my hello you're just kind of like okay this guy doesn't know that he's about to die but he is and i know he's about to die because i hear jason going, to, to go back to something we were talking about last week and we've talked about this about tri- like the third one in a trilogy before um this is an earlier example of this because the the style of filmmaking was different but this compared to the first two movies this is the like secret of the ooze or the you know the batman returns where they take the formula and it's like shine it's like prettier and shinier but i think what i'm realizing through talking about it is they just did that by making most of it happen in the daytime and there's a there's a big thing that i don't hear a lot of people ever talk about this the burn in this movie is like <clears throat> why is it such a set piece like why this, do they keep going back there did they setting, make that barn it, or something ma- it's basically the setting of the movie like it, this barn is haunted yeah. by jason because he's clearly living in or around it to to lure people in and murder them in hilarious see ways. that's an interesting thought that i hadn't considered jason that would be so much more interesting if they established that jason had started living inside of this barn like yeah. underneath it or like in a back corner of it or something that's like covered with shit and like they even establish that when when what's his face rick is like pulling that hay up he's like i don't understand he sounds like hulk hogan i don't know if anybody else noticed that <laughs> hey why do you have all the hay Oh, and she's like, bumpkin. you know, every year my parents decide they're going to buy a horse and then they don't buy a horse. And that's why we all have all this hay. They could have made like this giant 
hay thing and like he this lives big in a stack of hay and he's just like living inside a hay room that'd be cool <laughs> hay yeah. i was um, reading cool. that they reused the um the uh apparatus or whatever for the kevin bacon kill from the first one for the yeah. uh the debbie for kill the, in this up one through the like shoulder blade bit. they yeah. probably reused it for the uh the eyeball near the the knitting needle at the beginning because it's like he's holding his hand over her mouth and it's coming straight out but you can tell yeah. it has like a weird kind of curvature at the front. And you're like, that thing's been fed through a pipe like a million times for certain. Um, or like just around his arm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, also no. Her- Harold, when he gets up, uh, he gets spooked just to go back to the beginning. They're, they get killed. Right. The couple. He doesn't wipe. Just wanted to point. He, he took that business. <laughs> Nobody meeting. wipes in this movie. It doesn't exist. They've either <laughs> got don't... Japanese toilets or nobody. Yeah. Everybody's got a dirty butt. They all have dirty. They all have dirty Camp Crystal butts. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention to go back to this this bit in the the first Camp Crystal. Yeah, Camp Higgins David Crusty Astel. Um, the man of the hour, Rick, the 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 country bumpkin guy who is in love with Chris, but also not, I can't really figure out the relationship through this whole movie. Um, he fully says... They had a romance the previous summer. Right. I know, I, but like where they stand now is the, is the confusing part because he says... He wants to go forward. She wants him to slow down. He literally says to her though, and I know... Interesting fact, if you would hear it for a moment, the actress who plays that character was a devout Mormon. That's why she and refused get up the at any point... Down the blouse refused at any moment to have her play a role that indicated that she had already had sex. So she was like, in no way am I going to imply that I have already had sex with this other character, which I think sort of plays into like him being like, well, I think we should have three hours a day where we devote ourselves to our carnal pleasures. One in the morning and two in the evening. He's a very, he's a very overtly sexual dude. Like the pervert in the second movie. Um, Yeah. But he's also like nicer, but he's nicer. But the thing is, is like the, the, he kind of like, he kind of like attacks her for the kiss at the beginning. I know it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. like, he's big. This dude looks like he's 45 and she looks like she's age appropriate. Um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> he look, he's got like a full man jaw and like five o'clock shadow, like after like 15 minutes. And yeah, he doesn't look like he's in his early 20s, for no. sure. Um, or he looks like he, he's in his early 20s, but it's like the 1920s. Yeah, <laughs> but my point is, is like he does that moment where he like kisses her way too hard, and then he says, Well, I gotta take cold showers all the time, <laughs> and then he fully says to her that, like. I could have been hanging out with Bonnie McClure with uh, yeah with or whatever with, <laughs> with Vicky McHore across the yeah, lake. I could have been hanging out with the old town bicycle. <laughs> yeah. You call me over here to move and she's your like the Vicky McHore. Oh my <laughs> god! So that's the vibe I got up this to. He ends up being a pretty good guy. He you know he gets his head squished. In one he of doesn't the- even freak out when his car gets completely no, destroyed. No, he's like, nah, by... that's understandable. And they don't even tell him. Like, they don't tell him what happened. He's like, no. I don't know about this anymore, guys. I don't know why we're all here. <laughs> I, I didn't know your friends were going to destroy my my windshield of my car. And you're like, oh my god, this guy's a, also a, maybe a dweeb. Maybe like a idiot. big jacked hot dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck him. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, that's uh, one of the best kills though in the movie. I, 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 I that's, think it is the best. Pick. Yeah, I think it so, is like the climax one of the... kill because he's the last one to get murdered, right? One of my uh, he is the I think he's the last one besides her. Uh, yeah. No, actually, uh, Ali shows up and turns out he wasn't dead all along. And I was like, damn oh, it. Yeah. yeah. He Although, should have been. So what I would have loved. The way that seen. it looked, though, is he fully got his face hacked with a knife. That's what I thought. But I yeah. guess. But it all. I, it was very unclear if it was like a billy club or a knife that he was. I just... thought it was like a monkey wrench. Is what it looked <laughs> okay. like. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, like one of those like cleaver wrenches or whatever. I don't know. Is that what it's called? A monkey wrench where it like closes. You like. Yeah, it looked like one of. But the joke that I made is like. Is he killing him with a turkey leg? Like it just looks like a <laughs> like a, a turkey. And the noise it was making stick. was very like meat on meat. Uh, it's just like. <laughs> but also, yeah, he he hits him like five or six times, and uh, he killed the other two so quickly that you're like, okay, he's dead. Seemed like a waste of a a fun group of characters these guys are like the weird like the warriors or some shit you know like some weird gang that that are like i couldn't help think that like is this town big enough to have a fringe punk group like these guys obviously play in a band together right like well the way i looked at it is that they were also like like, traveling through like they were just passing through right they're all they were punks from the city who ended up yeah maybe they were they're not they're not like they're they're, that's not their home base they're not locals yeah. they're they're also passing through like they're just other characters from another movie i'd like to like, find out that they were there ended to up at the same gas station investigate the murders there's always like murder like this is three years three times running i guess it's there's an eight-year gap but that there's just like a bunch of dead bodies now that they have to deal with yeah in the area yeah the same area it's like it's a swash. It's not all at the camp because this isn't well, the, the camp. This is, I, Higgins, right. this is Higgins. This uh, is Higgins. But it's haven on the lake. Like it's it's on the lake. Yeah, so I assume it's the same lake, but I don't know. They never mention the lake. I don't think they do. Not that they, I don't remember. Well, the, the the shop that they go to is called Crystal Lake. Blah blah blah. So the the town is at least the town. Well, it's Higgins Haven is the sign. It where they are. Not the- but the the general store or the wherever they go in town does it says, say like crystal like crystal general or something general or, yeah yeah i noticed that because I, I was very confused about i should have been paying more attention to that i was i was way too into getting invested in the 3d eggs well, once, <laughs> so many 3d eggs once um the wallet thrown the wallet once they throw that us, one was brutal once they throw like, us the curve. that was their best take he couldn't hit it in the center. Oh, it's yeah. like, come on, man. That, like we did it 27 times. And that was our best fucking take. It's like goes off to the side. Like this yeah, guy can't yeah. throw his wallet at the lens. Once they th- throw us the curveball that uh, Chris was here before, I was trying to figure out like, because at this point I didn't know. I forgot that the first movie take, there's like a seven year gap. Kind of like yeah. last week's Chunky um, with the eight year <laughs> gap. Uh, yeah. Let's tie it all together. It's the grimoire of familiar killers. Um, it, yeah. I, what was I saying? I fucking lost. I don't know. <laughs> I lost my train of thought so hard there because I. Sorry, have... I I uh, feel like we're we supposed to be curveball with Chris was there before you didn't realize. Right, sorry. Either. I I, w- I was thrown off by Chris being like I was here the year before and I was like where does this, how does this fit in, and really yeah. this is just a story that happened simultaneously to the previous year's story I guess. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I think so. Because, well, I think what the implication is, is that, like, he kills them, or kills all the campers, and then, like, 
because she's you know on the news the woman is like looking at the news at the beginning in the general store so she's like they're like a lone survivor of a psychopathic murderer so like i yeah. feel like this is a couple of days this is after a couple, this happens this a is, couple yeah, days this... later but the but yeah. the flashback happens sorry that's what i meant to say happened simultaneously or before or slightly after no sorry slightly before part a year two. before it was supposed to be last summer that she was there yeah but last like, oh, last year yes. when i was like i got i got slightly molested maybe i don't know and then i fell asleep and then woke up in my bag like it's None so that vague that, of what i was dumb it, it was such a stupid like every other character is so much more interesting than her character in, but that's clearly and then and right. she has a moment where she sits down and is like this is why you have to be invested in me and i'm like because you got that's a that's clearly that, that's, it's clear they had another script that's why you're interesting because that that's an insert that's an insert storyline they were just lazy that's an insert but every other line. character has so much more set up right like yeah. that's what i'm trying to say is that like almost every other character except for the two that have sex all the time they're boring they're just except like characters one of them does the walks movie. around on his hands all the time like because this was this in the script or did this guy just show up and be like hey guys i know how to walk on my hands you want me to just walk on my that's hands exactly and like, I'm, I'm like, that is that's what happens <laughs> yeah as long as she uses nude in the thing and as long as we can go like this and listen 3D. she also had the most successful career out of everybody else in the whole movie what are you talking about i saw shelly and stuff i'm pretty sure she became a journalist and sat on the stand for the oj simpson trial she's the had the best definitely the best uh career um that had nothing to do with acting but anyway uh but shelly was more interesting um what's her name the the one who wears all red she she was even uh, a little bit vera? more interesting vera she was, was my smartest. favorite vera was yeah, my she favorite was the smartest she's yeah. the well, only she one the, she was in plucky any, but she's also the only one in any jason movie who like realizes when jason shows up or any horror movie up to this point when someone shows up in a disguise where she's like hey i found your wallet and then she's like wait a minute who the fuck are you <laughs> you're not the guy i was just talking to at all and then she unfortunately gets shot in the face with a harpoon but like which wouldn't yeah, have killed she... her outright potentially which means she definitely drowned yeah she probably was dying she was probably um, like it like that's not a guaranteed death in the eye people get shot but in the it eye goes into the your time. brain wouldn't that hit not necessarily brain? it could have gone Anyway, my my thought could have gone south, could have gone north. <clears throat> it's much more west. Could have missed the brain because nothing <laughs> scares me in these movies. I had to make it more horrific for myself. Just like last week when I had to get, I had to <laughs> really go down the psychological horror element of the of Chucky tricking all those kids into murdering each other. This one, I had right. to be like, I was like, oh, that that definitely she is just in agony and drowned. Yeah, I I also think that like her and Shelley's interaction was genuinely interesting to me where he was like trying yeah. to get her to like him via his weirdo because he's jonah hill getting Le emma, emma stone what oh yeah from uh M mcbig or whatever the movie's called F super bad super right, bad yeah, <laughs> but, yeah it's like, i guess an, an apt analogy because he uses his idiocy to try and get her to like him and then she's like i like you for you and they both have weird fat, they're both fat with afros what <laughs> oh Jonah. Jonah Hill yeah. and uh and I thought you were talking about Vera. Listen, no, Vera's talking about the physical attributes and talk about the similarities of what's happening in the movie. Vera's um, fooling. I hope uh I assume she was like twenty five playing sixteen, so just gonna Oh my god. 
This what? is how Justin Roiland got canceled. No, uh, I haven't groomed <laughs> anybody, okay? Yet. <laughs> no, you said that. Anyway, I let's even just know talk about start. the movie. <laughs> so she is actually, like, she has a lot of charisma, right? And she's right. fun. And she's, like, being, like, comedic to a degree. And she's also open to, like, uh, working with Shelly and, like, you know, she's like, I got to get out of here when he pulls the gag where he, he pretends he's dead. Which was great, which was a great special effect, by the way. Like, it, I knew he was faking it, but it looked like they just used the same special effects they used for other gore scenes. Yeah, like he knows how yeah. to... Well, that's what his whole box was, I assume. is just like a makeup box of, like, horror effects or whatever. Which they, in the next movie, the fourth one, they really go deep into, like... I think this is like Tom Savini being on set with being like, would it be great if a character was like into m- monster makeup? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's like what the whole next that's a perfect about. That's a perfect Tom Savini. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen him on uh, the Talking Dead TV show because uh, he directs he directs a lot of episodes too. Uh, and uh, he's kind of just like a goofy nerd. He's got like a beard he and loves, like long. He, he looks loves like, monster makeup. He looks like Rick Rubin, but like he is just a nerd about details He's also in so many movies if you ever you know, in, keep, uh, if you keep your eyes open you'll just be like that's tom savini all of a sudden uh yeah he wasn't from dust till dawn i think he's the guy with the gun dick or whatever isn't the he dick gun. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his idea i assume yeah he's like so i got this idea it's like a gun but it's on my belt <laughs> and it's my dick and tarantino's uh, like you know what that's a little far-fetched for me to come up with, but... Uh... No, Tarantino was like, I wouldn't put it in one of my movies, but... And then Robert <laughs> Rodriguez was like, sold! Yeah. Let's do it! <laughs> uh, so, what was they saying? Oh, yeah. Shelly does the the gag, and then... Uh, what's her name? I call her All Red, because she was wearing All Vera. Red. Vera. Okay, so Vera runs outside, and she's like, I gotta get out of here. And then he follows her, and he's supposed to be her date, right? Like, that's the established yeah. thing. Yeah, the, 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 the Spanish family where the mom's, like, yelling Yeah, we Spanish. also get, like, a weird little, not a weird, but, like, more of a swash of, like, character background that we have for any other character. Mm. We know that she's got a Spanish-speaking mom who's very strict, and she's not allowed to come out. But she just does. And then she and it's not like they're just going out for the night. She's like, "Let's go to a cabin in the woods for, for multiple the, days." Uh, multiple days, yeah. And she just leaves with them. But uh, she takes the car. She takes Rick's car, and then she drives away. And you know, Shelly's like, "Let me come with you." And then she's like, "Fuck off!" But then she stops and lets him get in, and he's like super duper excited. And I don't know. I don't know if you've ever liked a girl like in a, in a very specifically small amount of time, or a guy. Uh, which I've done both. <laughs> and then they like give you a little bit of like a leeway to like open up a situation where you, you can be with them for like a private amount of time. It's a very exciting moment. And like the way yeah. he's running, I'm like, I've felt that feeling the before. For thing, sure. The, the, the moment that I think about in relation to that is when he's like, it's so dumb too, because it's so it's such a weird moment. And then it, yeah. then they kind of play cat and mouse, but he goes, he goes, uh, you know, I really like you. I like you so much. Do you, do you like me? And she's like, oh, hold wait, on a second. This is later. This is way later, though. I know, I know. We've been jumping all over anyway. But but to but for this for the sake of this, she says like, hold on a second. I'm gonna go outside for a minute, and when I come back in, we can talk. Um. And then shenanigans happen, 
But that you're you've skipped over so much important information of the interaction between these two. I'm sorry. I I really I really think that it's pertinent to all of it. Okay. Because it's it is important. Okay. It's important. It's important that they go to the store, and it's important that they have the interaction at the store with the biker gang. Well, let's it's... take us take us through the through through the store. So he he runs up, you know, he's feeling the butterflies in his stomach. Gets in the car, they go into town. He is like, this is my chance to prove to this person who I'm supposed to be on a date with, who I find charming, and or, or you know, you don't really even know that yet. But he's like, I'm attracted to her, I assume, because she's attractive, and. You've already got his like his moments of self. Uh, I almost said self-defecation, self-deprecation. All of them there, where he's like, they're all going skinny dipping, but uh, I'm not skinny enough. You know, like he's like putting himself down. And you're like, all right, buddy, put your sad sacks in a stuff it in a sack or whatever. As Caitlin would say, <laughs> stuff your sad sacks in a sad sack. <laughs> you um, sad sack. <laughs> And uh, they get to the store. He pays for everything, but there's the the moment, the interaction of the the motorcycle gang, who we think is led by Fox, the woman with the bandana and the leather jacket. Right. But maybe it's not run by her. She seems like she's the girlfriend of the leader Ali. And then you've got this other guy who just perpetually got a cigarette in his mouth, and he looks like a fucking dildo. And uh, they play this game where she throws the wallet or, or Kelly throws the wallet and then Fox picks it up and is like, makes her say like, give me the wallet or give me the wallet back, please ma'am or whatever. It's stupid. Um, but also there's like a moment of like weird, is it racism? And I didn't really think about it what, until food stamps thing? the food stamps thing, because I had forgotten that her mom is like a Spanish speaking lady. And I was like, so she's supposed to be, latino in some way right i think it was like <clears throat> you're a kid but what? that is actually it's like why do you say food stamps that's though? a good so, point that's a good point that's a that's a definitely a systemic racism of the era that yeah. some country bumpkin would be like oh this person's mexican and they you know and this is we don't take shit. no food stamps and it's like, <laughs> excuse me like what the fuck is that supposed to be to be fair she she does <laughs> she does go Hoof! And then be like, Shelly, I need money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. She was about to pull out her food She was about to pull out like, one food stamp. You'd be like, is this enough? Mm-hmm. I didn't think so about this that. This bag of <clears throat> fucking Pringles or whatever the hell they were buying. But that's a good point, yeah. Um, so then, you know, this is where you introduce the the wild card, the, the element of, of a Jason movie that has not been introduced yet in any of the other Jason movies. It's always the camp counselors who are all friends or frenemies and they all know each other. But in this Jason movie, we have three bikers who are scary and mean. I'd like to bring up a popular, I'd like to bring up a popular segment that I do on this show called the home alone of it all. And I'd like to Mm. discuss whether or not. Whatever. Um, is the home alone of it all? Does it begin when the bikers are introduced? Because the the action the action ramps up pretty significantly. But I would also posit that the home alone of it all is when Chris actually gets back, or when Jason goes into the house and systematically murders everybody. It's I would I would say the home alone I would of say it the all. home alone of it all is when Fox is swinging on that rope 
And she's like, this is fun. And then she disappears and the rope is swinging by itself. That's and then it's mur- then murders. All. Then the murders yeah. start happening pretty consistently yeah. because the, the, the murders that happen in the house at night while the windstorm is happening are all p- much closer together. Like there's the th- the two, the three kills with the, with the gang and then night falls and Chris and Rick leave. And then Jason goes from one person to the next and takes them all out. Yeah. <clears throat> there's like two home alone there's like moments. two it's home alones like, of it it's all like home alone one. and then home alone two, yeah, lost, lost in, in new york <laughs> lost in the cabin oh no do i have to make another recording for that one <laughs> um but i sorry i just want to get through this this moment where you know they leave they have the you know our shelly says like next time i'll know how to deal with something like that and then he backs up into their bikes and then there's this like cute moment where Ollie comes up and he puts the hands on the car. But at first he does like a weird like, like he's <laughs> gonna like like he stops the car with the Matrix powers. That he we has get a great we get a great 3D moment here too. <laughs> the wall uh, the smashing of the windshield. He when he punches oh, punch. when he punches oh, the, with the, the chain, chain on his hand, yeah. it goes right into your face. If you're did yeah. you get punched out by that, Kalen? Did you get knocked out completely? Uh no, the... I did. When I when that happened, I went. Oh, yeah, oh, my mouth. My, my lower jaw. I'll give you a little. Uh, I'll give you a little acting advice, Kalen. I'll give you a little improv advice. You should have said yes, and yeah. my mouth started bleeding. <laughs> I was bleeding so much everywhere. Uh, I'm no but... actor. You've done more acting than you've done more stand up and more acting than I probably will ever do. However, it's very important that if somebody asks you a question, you say yes, Always. and. Yes, always. You can also say so (laughs) to move things along. Um, The most important part of this is that he then backs up and then he turns around and comes back at Ali again. And Ali abandons his bike and he runs over the front of their bikes and takes off. And this is the moment that he realizes he's done something that she finds to be very impressive she even says like you did so well you were sick and he's like i was sick i was sick wasn't i i was sick <laughs> and he like drives over the horizon and ali's like what the fuck and he's like throwing his hat and you know being angry that his bike just got run over and so like that moment there instills in shelly that he has now the confidence to talk to her about like you think maybe we could like sucky sucky motherfucky like later or something i think he should have gotten at least a kiss on the cheek to imply that she was because i as soon as he he tries to have the talk i think that i was like no he's gonna because the same thing also just happened and like the walking dead was has been weirdly paralleling the grimoire this month because i'm watching them at the same time and there's a similar moment with uh with where i don't know if you know these characters but eugene is like gonna almost gonna die and then he's about to eugene's still alive yeah eugene's awesome eugene's awesome the guy with the spike bat no that's he's the guy with the mullet and the but now he's got like uh you know how like there's like the the braided like long hair that like typically indigenous people have but like also like cowboys used yeah. can have them anyway he's got that in like stubble and he's like lost a bit of weight and he's not as like grating like he's got he's got some social skills now and he's he's, he's, he's not a, a super autism man and he's he still is 
but you kind of learn that he's like that because he's read so much that he just he just puts all these cliches into the way he talks because he's just his brain is just so full but anyway he has he has a moment where he like is about to admit to uh uh, rosita that he loves her and it's the same moment where she just puts her hand over his mouth and is like we'll talk about this later we got to get out of here yeah 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 well yeah i think that in that moment where he's like i like you a lot i know we just met but i was wondering and then she's like i don't think so but i'm gonna go outside for a couple minutes for a couple minutes to you later and when i come back in we'll talk about it we'll talk but she says we'll talk right yeah and i think you're right if she had just given him a little kiss on the cheek he wouldn't have gone into like weirdo mode back into weirdo full wetsuit and found a hockey mask that he probably brought with and a harpoon gun and a harpoon (laughs) gun yeah and like but when she leaves, he says, yeah, okay. And then he goes, bitch. He calls her a bitch. And, like, she was being very nice to him. And I was like, oh, this is, like, the original, like, I'm a really nice guy. Yeah. And you only want to go for, like, fit Chats. idiots who are going to treat you like shit. You and want like, Rick, oh, don't you? God. You want Andy You're and being... Rick. And even even Chuck. You probably like Chuck more because he's got weed. And women want... <laughs> This is a great conversation to have on International it's, Women's it's Day, by the way. It's the perfect example of somebody calling somebody a bitch when it's, like, actually an issue. Where you're like, oh, yeah. no. That's oh, not when you use the that's, word bitch. That's like, incel. That's incel. Incel level, behavior. Yeah. But, like, he isn't fully an incel yet because he's at least trying, right? Like he, No, he's going to base the rest of his life on this experience should he survive the night. Oh, he would have become an incel yeah. after this weekend. <laughs> but... He but hasn't won yet. He yeah. he cries he cries murder wolf too many times, and then when he finally gets murder wolfed and tries to warn yeah. um, Chili, I think he's just and that. Well, he goes no, he's not warning anybody. He's just curious. He goes into the barn because he he no again, after he... that when he goes when he like the next time we see him he's fully like Cuban necktied and he's trying to be oh, like he's oh. looking for help. He's trying to find help himself. He's not trying to warn anybody. He's like, I've been throat slit. <laughs> it works so, as a warning. Hey. But... Yeah, it works as a warning. Yeah. I fully, like, when that moment happened, when he goes to the burn, it's it's implied that Jason gets him. But I, I thought, like, I'm watching this movie the whole time, and I'm, I've missed so many things. There, like, That was the only moment where I was like, wait, when did this happen? Did I, did I blink <laughs> Too yeah. long. Why didn't like, I, I missed bitch. I missed that. I missed because they've already established several times that he's like a prankster. So they wanted yeah. it to be like a oh, you're yeah. not sure as the audience kind of thing. But so many people have died at this point yeah. that you're like it's he's dead. Yeah. And also he looked completely like he had no like his he had dark circles under his eyes. He was pale. He had yeah. a a wound a six inch wound on his neck. But, you know, we are, I guess, at that point supposed to be like, oh, he's dying for real and she doesn't know. Oh, but because he's been doing this so many times, it's like the the get out of jail free card for her to just be like interacting with him and being like, don't be an idiot. The popcorn is burning. (laughs) The lights are going on and off. Because a dude just got hilariously electrocuted. I don't think we're there yet. So we're uh, 3D Yo-Yo we talked about. The guy and the girl go bang. Some street toughs show up to siphon gas and all get murdered systematically. Um, yeah, like Fox Chuck trying to Loco. eat the popcorn, putting, uh, popping out of the uh, the pot. Yeah. Um, I was worried about Chuck and Ch- and Charlie because they uh, ate all their weed on the way up there, and probably they were... didn't eat all of it. They just had a mouthful each. 
probably croaking probably croaking for some weed actually a bunch probably fell on the floor of the van too my one of my favorite scenes in the earlier part of the movie that to introduce those characters was suddenly the van's on fire and i was like nah there's <laughs> there's more characters there's this yeah. they're stoned and it's they shaggy show and scoob yeah. they're in there <laughs> they show they yeah. just poke, poke their heads and we get a shot of of the girl the guy and the girl Chuck and, yeah. and and Chili both hitting massive bombs. Like massive Chuck and like, Chili are the only ones that we don't get any kind of backstory on and yeah. I kinda wish that we did a little bit more. Like it would have been great if like Chuck was like a like you know, they're all college students or something and Chuck was like their professor, their cool professor that they invited. He looked he's older. Like a, yeah. Like a weird humanities professor. And, and has weed. Like, Listen, I every year I go on his road trip with my students and it really expands all our minds he even says he, he's like smoking two joints at the same time and he even says like it's not like it's like illegal man it's not like it's four <laughs> it's not, joints at a time <laughs> it's not it's not like it's illegal man and yeah. the dude looks fully like a character from like a stereotypical but he's not hippie. doing the weird classic stoner voice either. no he's that's doing true sort of like a like oh like when he goes down into the cellar he's like oh it's dark in here I hope there's no one down here. Like, it's like the same thing <laughs> that, like, I would probably say if I was going into a dark cellar and if I was high, I would most, de- it's like things that I would think of saying if I was going into a dark cellar. And then if I was high, I would definitely out loud <laughs> I hope there's no one down here. Yeah. Um, we got a 3D scene when Fox is climbing up the ladder um, after she's just touching stuff in the barn. Uh, I Was that meant to be in 3D, Kalen? Did you, do you remember that at all? Yeah. I think they oh, wanted it to have up. more impact than it did, but it, it like because she's climbing up the ladder, so you get her kind of coming towards her towards you, but you don't get the protruding really. Okay. Uh, Loco finds Fox pitchforked, pitchforked stuck to the wall, and then Loco. Um... Oh, I wanted to mention the best moment in the movie, which is when Loco does this. Fox. Yeah. Just like a crazy, like he doesn't move his head at all, and he only moves his eyes around. Just the best side eye in the game. <laughs> it was um, maybe perfect. Like it was maybe the most perfect, like head pop up, and only the eyes move around and scan the horizon of a tiny room. Where I'm like, and he still doesn't see that she's impaled on the wall, like, right, right next yeah. to where he yeah. came. The Friday the Thirteenth movies okay. have a lot of. Um, they have a lot of time to fill, so we get a lot of... In the first two, it's camp counselors just sort of doing stuff, yeah. like swimming. In this one, we get the yo-yo scene, but we also get the juggling scene, which I think had yeah. some moments that were meant to be in 3D as well. But oh, just... yeah. They, there's, like, multiple shots of it, the top of them. Or yeah. Or yeah. shit going up. Yeah. And yeah. Shelly is an amazing juggler. He was probably hired because he was such a good juggler. Although they all seem to be Apparently they juggle. found Shelly on the side of the road because the, he had that big hair and everything. And, like, they were like, this guy is exactly what we need. He's they the like... worst actor in the movie, so that tracks. But he also has the most, like, dynamic and maybe interesting scenes in the yeah. movie, which is crazy. Like, like, hold on. This guy's not an actor, but he's doing a better job of acting than most everybody else. So, we t- okay, we talked about the weird almost nudity. And I even made a note. They almost usually, in these kinds of movies, go full-on bare. Yeah, tits out. Yeah. Hardened um, nipples. Okay, so Rick and Chris have that moment where they talk about the last time they hung out. Uh, and then she tells the she tells the story about Jason, which we covered already. 
she just wakes up in her own bed, which that's never explained. I th- now, I think that they probably wanted to make it seem, ugh, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But I, th- I also think that the studio was like, no, no, he can't be that kind of bad guy because if we no. want to bring him back, like we want him to be a fun thing. And that w- really would bring down the tone of the movie. Like it would make it seem like you can't have fun with Jason after that. It's no. okay for him to stab people, but it's not okay for him to <laughs> It works for Freddy. People. It works a bit for <laughs> Freddy because he's such a despicable person. And that's, I don't know. It's sort of. Maybe it, it doesn't, doesn't work, work for Jason because of his origin story. Yeah. Like, he should basically hate that. Yeah, he should. Yeah, because he hates... he. He's a Well, weird... that's why I think that Shelly should have survived this entire encounter. He... Because clearly he's a virgin. Jason's uh, a weird, like, anti-hero in a lot of ways. In, in that 80s way that... You know, that... Oh, if you've ever seen Friday the... Thir- or the Freddy versus Jason, he is... They use him as, like, a tank. They're like, yeah. we can use this thing he's yeah. just a thing he's just a he's thing. not real he's yeah. a ghoul he's a ghoul he's the classic horror ghoul he's right back from, i'm sorry i'm gonna get through some more of these points because we're already yeah. at fucking 10 to 11 somehow we talked about the movie during our introductions to the movie which really changed the dynamic of the episode this week um so the stoners go to the brain three different types of dimensions d- three d tits no um length width and height yeah <laughs> there's the scene where the stoners hear something and go to the barn and they just kind of get stalked that's i think that's when jason starts his his stalking portion yeah um then we get all the stuff we talked about with the scuba gear and vera and um shelly pops out of the water full scuba he's got the mask on um they must have. I wrote that they must have done this purely for the gag, and then they were like, "Oh shit, that mask is scary." I don't know. I wonder if they were premeditative about ending. The thing up- that I read was, um, <clears throat> uh, I forget what their role was exactly. What like one of the, like the anyway, one of the uh, like production people or whatever. They had uh, they played hockey a lot, and so like they had a bunch of gear and stuff. And like, hey, let's let's try let's try this out. And then I was like, yeah, that looks pretty good. Works better than a, the killer's mom, and 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 also a lot better than Bagface because Bagface is is like scary in a Leatherface, hills have eyes kind of a way. It's not scary. It's not terrible. Yeah. It's not scary. It's if the movie was about but, a bunch of yeah. incest rednecks, I, then yeah, it's scary. But if it's about a serial like a just a monster, you need something is... more iconic. Yeah, I, I think that the the reason that the uh, the Jason face works so well is because it somehow gives you like the most neutral characteristics of a human face yeah. without any expression whatsoever. Nose like, bump, eye holes, cheekbones, yeah. <laughs> and to look at it, you can see everything around it, everything that's wrong with this figure. Yeah. But then to look at that, it's just like... And as the movies go on... There's gotta be something behind there, right? As the movies go on, his grotesqueness bleeds out, like, almost over the mask, you know? like I don't... I honestly don't think that there is a movie where it is, like, growing over, uh, like, in a a, a severe 
oppressive way, but like I kind of want to see that, right? They yeah. want to see like fact, the like, like he's been dead for twenty years, like literally dead and buried yeah. for twenty years, and he well, just hand or like hand out of the growing, ground. Like it's like he's growing around the mask, and like yeah. that's one thing I wanted to talk about briefly with you guys is like this is the first one where you you start to realize he's not just something with a deformity. There's something else going on. Yeah, because he got you know they show it de- deliberately at the beginning of this movie, like he got sh- shoved through the shoulder. And, you know, he pulls it out at the end. And in this one, he has this, like, giant sort of, like, mass. Well, he's got a crazy thick neck, and he gets thrown out of the burn at the end. Like, the first... I know, but be- sorry, sorry. You're jumping ahead. What I'm trying to say is that, like, that wound that he got seems like it healed into this, like, lump. Oh, from the second and movie. I, and I'm saying it's almost like a mutant power yeah. from, like, X-Men or something, where when he gets, like, attacked or destroyed, like he starts to grow and like he heals from that wound, but it becomes like a mass or like an addition to his body rather than it just being damaged where he's like slowly becoming a skeleton. It's like, he's healing over top of it. He is a lot more weird rate. His shoulders and his neck, which we'll get to when we get to it, like very, very shortly here, but he does seem to have a bit more of like a hunch to him. And he's like, moves like this. He moves like, um, it's specifically on one side. There's like this, this sort of like large, mass and it's like where he got mm. struck with that thing and like mm. if you look at the stuntman like it's not they didn't like the stuntman didn't have a big lump on him they added that lump there specifically so i'm like were they thinking like we're gonna make this big lump from where he healed that huge wound and i'm like did that is that something that kept going forward because he gets electrocuted he gets drowned he gets all these different deaths start happening and i'm like are they adding to his wound so that he's just like this thing that's healing and it's like he's having these swollen points on his body from all the crazy things that and then eventually happen to him in every movie eventually they put a futuristic adamantium uh nano technology on him and it just well that's what, what i'm saying is that they could easily induct jason from the friday the 13th movies into the x-men universe <laughs> and explain that he's a mutant <laughs> he's who is just obsessed with murdering teenagers the blob's brother <laughs> <laughs> he's got but no actual similar... mutants have tried to kill him yet. He's he's Scarman. All of his scars Scar like Man, super yeah. heal. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to um just pivot here. Just we're we're I'm kind of gonna move through it because we've talked about a lot of the stuff that we're we're actually at plot wise. But I wanted to yeah. talk for a second about when Vera's sitting at the edge of the water. Um. Yeah. The whatever they're lighting that whole area with, I thought was really cool. Like they almost made her look like a Disney princess or something. Like they, they, they wanted you to feel feelings about Vera. I feel like I think that she also was like she represented she was crushes working... and what they wanted you to have a crush on yeah. her. But she, her as an actor, she was also like working above her pay grade. Like yeah, for what she was told to do in this movie, she was like. She was working. She, she was, was plucky. She job. was probably improving. She was probably thrown in some. But extra I mean, stuff. even stuff where like she, she stands up and she accidentally drops the wallet, and like I absolutely believed that she accidentally dropped. It wasn't like a like she, she didn't fuck it up. She like stood up and like brushed it on her thigh and it fell in. And I was like, oh, the wallet, you idiot! And then she was like reaching for it. And then she stood up and she had this look on her face like, oh, shit, I need to get that wallet. And then she is looking around for something that she can grab the wallet with. And, and like all of the subtle sort of like 
emotions that she had on her face of just trying to get that wall on I was like, this is all believable. Like, I, yeah. I believe that she is concerned with that wallet right now. But unfortunately, Jason uh, shows up, and like you said earlier, she's like, hey, stop fooling around with that mask again. And then she's like, oh, wait a second, you're seven, six, five, uh, 300 pounds. Yeah, who the fuck are who you? Who the yeah. fuck are you? She He shoots her with the 3D effect of the harpoon, which looked cool. Kaylin, you, you said that that one looked pretty good. <clears throat> the... I mean, and like, so, again, like, any stationary... 3D shots. I'm picturing Kalen in his living room and he's like watching it in like an actual harpoon. Like it was in the wall behind him. He's like, who's that right? (laughs) (laughs) Who's that right? Anything Um, fast motion though. That, yeah, that popcorn, I was like, that's definitely meant to be mind blowing next generation technology. And it just looked like shit, like not in 3D. Um, But I like that he was trying to grab it with his mouth. Yeah. When it cut back to him. That might've been an improv. Um, Andy gets, uh, so we get a, okay, this is another thing that I wanted to talk about. So Andy's hand standing all over the place after they bang. She goes into the shower. We get, we get a bunch of booby, booby shots, but he's, he's in full handstand. He sees Jason and we get like a weird, like camera angle from below of like a mannequin getting chopped, but it's really, that was another like a snake earlier. Like it was just really, it's like a flash. With some oh, blood. you didn't like that? I thought that was pretty, like, ugh. I was like, oh, God. Okay. It cuts back to him falling, and you're like, okay. But there's no blood, and there's what? no... But the way that the well, blood... Well, the cut, when he cuts downward, like, the legs split open, and okay. it goes down further, and there's a lot of blood. That there's a lot of blood, down. yeah. But when and... we actually see him... So the implication there is he got, he got bisected from the crotch down. It's yeah. pronounced bisexual. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he got bisected from the top, the, from the ta- tip the to tape to the tip, <laughs> <laughs> and he folded. But like, yeah, when it cuts back to him just falling over, it's it doesn't look it, it, as yeah, yeah, it doesn't look as gruesome as it did from. But the, I'll tell you, the second time you see him, the though, second when, time you uh, see him, yeah, he's, he's up, up in the, in the rafters, the and you can see like that insides a little bit. That was cool. Yeah. That was the that was one of the moments in any of these movies that was like disturbingly gory, comparatively. But it was also one of the moments where you're like, "What the fuck is this idiot talking about?" Where she's like reading the magazine, like, "Oh, Tom Savini, oh, Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla's been around for twenty five years. That's pretty." Cr-. And then like <laughs> like blood is dripping on, it and she's like, and she touches it, and she's like, "Where is this coming from?" And then she looks up and sees. <laughs> This disgusting, mangled corpse of her boyfriend. And then she gets... And, yeah, before she can react, she gets stabbed. She gets Kevin her. Bacon. She gets yeah. six, She gets what we, we in the business call a sixth, sixth degree of Kevin Bacon. Um, which I thought was a good use of... You, you know, if you build these props and you're yeah. making your movie on a shoestring budget, just go to that warehouse and get those props and use them the fuck over again. Why not? Yeah, and, you know, they used six packets of actual bacon in the chest to <laughs> achieve the effect. <laughs> you keep saying... Tonight you've been on this weird streak where you keep saying everything like it's fact, and then you say that the punchline is, like, so out there. Like, so, like, couldn't possibly be. But you you got me in the beginning, so I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. So hold good, on a minute. Good work. You're putting in, you're putting in work tonight. Um, but I also wanted to say that that's not the f- 
only time that somebody says, where is this coming from in the movie? Because later when everything's flooding, the yeah, main character, right. it's, it's, she gets dribbled on. She goes, where is this coming from? And then she looks up and you're like, yeah, up. It's yeah. coming from up, <laughs> man. So the fuck you mean? Where is it coming from? <clears throat> the next I'm above you. The next bit is uh, is uh, our boy Chuck. Ch- ch- uh, the power goes out. Chuck goes down into the basement. Um, is the water in the basement at this point because of... Oh, the storm, I think. Because of the storm, not because of the situation that's all happening simultaneously upstairs? No, because it's an outdoor cellar. You've oh, yeah, go, he like yeah. crosses the yard. But it's just a also, windstorm. As soon as I put my foot into like wetness... Nope. No, no way. Not. No, if I'm Let going to check the electricity, that's probably the scariest part of this movie. If I'm going to yeah, check, yeah, when he puts his foot into a wet, damp cellar, oh, his, like, what kind yeah. of his nasty bare, bugs are in his there? barefoot? Let's let's yeah, be real, barefoot. yeah, barefoot, yeah, yeah. He's this dude is walking around barefoot this whole movie. It stuck out to me like a sore foot. Uh, I couldn't believe that's character accurate though. It it is, but you can tell when he's walking down a gra- like there's a gr- he's walking down gravel at one point, and I'm like, oh. That's the fucking. That's the most hardcore thing for my empathy, ever. I think my problem as a kid with horror, even when he's walking <laughs> through the barn, like yeah, earlier, and there's like hay everywhere. Like hay is not the most comfortable thing to walk around yeah. on barefoot. With. I think my problem as a kid with the gore was was my empathy, and I was like, I felt the person getting killed when I would see it accidentally on TV. <laughs> But now and, you're like, ugh, damn basement on bare feet. Yeah. But I like, I grew up in a place, uh, in a rurally kind of suburby kind of rural place where my feet were like acclimatized to walking around on grass and gravel and like forest floor barefoot, but just because that's what we did. We I didn't... still walk around on, if I don't have shoes on, I walk on like the the palm I, what do you even call it like this part of your tippy, hand the t- of the, your yeah foot, the tippy add the palm the, the top i, I the guess it would be the palm. palm of your feet the yeah, top of the, like, the ball the ball of your the foot ball? no the ball is the back part could be it? both could be like this right, well anyway i yeah i essentially walk around like a fucking velociraptor yeah. if i'm wearing bare feet <laughs> Also, I fully said out loud, this guy's going to get electrocuted when he left the, the building. And as soon as he put his foot in water, I was like, he's going to yeah. get electrocuted. But he doesn't get electrocuted the way you think he does. Mm-hmm. Jason just pushes him into the fucking... <laughs> it it would have been cool if Jason just was like... He pulled, put a, like, yeah, a wire. Yeah, pulled a wire. Right? And like... Which is... That's, that's how Jason kills people. He usually does... He's kind of like a Chucky in that way. He likes to do those like murders that happen like as a comorbidity as a yeah um nope he just fucking pushes them uh i do like that he just hucks them though into it yeah and he grabs onto it and it's like <laughs> and then he just goes back upstairs and fucking kills chili with a hot poker from the from the stove but the thing well, he kills shelly at some point first just shelly oh yeah i mean like but when he kills the thing they, they do have attention to detail in this movie because when he does take the hot so the hot poker makes it its way from the sheath over into the the fireplace at one point somebody goes to like tend to the fire so you see it move and like oh it's like a Chekhov's gun thing where that's getting used as a kill but then yeah, when, they, they do when that Jason, a couple of good times but there's more to the there's more to the, the, the bit when Jason stabs her through the gut, it's red hot, and when it's on the other side, it's out. 
So they, it's not hot, it's but not it's smoking. Hot. It's smoking. It's smoking. But they did make it so it, it was put out by her. Speaking of masks, yep. Jason's mask being introduced in this movie. We all wear masks. We all wear masks. I'm Ben Stein. Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> I'd do that movie for the show. Um, let's see. Jason has chili is fucked. Uh, hot poker right through her gut. Cool effect. Uh, let's see. Rick and Chris return to find six f- fucking corpses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Chris is like, oh, why do we, I don't know, they're your friends. Oh, oh, let's, oh there's something blocking this door. Oh, so don't touch it. Oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, and they do it. She's of... like, there's something burning in there. And he's like, oh, yeah, there is. Smells, smells good, though. Too. They, they, <laughs> also. Do, they do do a bit of a cat mouse, but Jason gets Rick and has him. And before, so fast too. That's yeah. the other thing. Too many. Quick it reminds me of the, this. This one reminded me of the video game a lot. This one reminded yeah, me of the. This is how the video game would work. Yeah. yeah. This is just how him, it would work. Yeah. Just him like strafing and fucking yeah. moving forward really fast and like teleporting. You'd hear like a. Ah! Yeah. And then like it would get cut off. You'd be like, oh no, <laughs> someone just died. Their microphone got cut off because Jason killed them. Um, but, but that's also I was going to bring this up earlier. The head crush. That's one of his kills in the it's game. It's one of it? the loading screens in the oh. game as well, and it's like Rick's face, like, uh, and the eyeballs like about to pop out, but it hasn't quite like. The so game that... I noticed takes a lot of notes from this movie in particular. Well, Shelley's a character. Fox yeah. is a character. That's I think that's where I was going. Like through this whole movie, I'm going, man, I fucking know Shelley from somewhere. You're like, like I feel recently. like I like this one so much more and it's because the video game is for some reason this one it, like it takes a lot even the song like that ding 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 like it plays in the fucking is, game can you like, find the, the barn in in one of the like how yes many, the barn you can find and the the cabin they're in with the spiral staircase it's one of the main uh cool. the higgins uh Ho- haven or whatever H- the fuck. it's haven one of the ranch or whatever yeah um, yeah, he, he, so Chris is on one side of the building and Jason's holding Rick on the other and he crushes the head and the eyeball flies out. It's supposed to be a 3D. I don't think Chris sees it. She might see the body like go limp. I can't remember. But anyway, she goes back in. They, no, she doesn't see him at all. Yeah. They play he gets thrown through the window later. They play cat yep. and mouse uh, now, Jason. And it's basically the same ending as the last movie uh, where she's, you know, gets to the vehicle. Now there's a little bit that we forgot to mention we might have mentioned it but is it the bloody tub where she pulled all the bloody clothes out of the no she's like what you're coming from. You're no, like why goons... is the whole my er... parents cabin flooding earlier in the movie the goons actually were there to get revenge for the car for their motorcycles by just siphoning yeah. gas out of the van which i said they're going to use i said at that moment i was like that van is going to be used in the final scene to escape um then she gets in the van it starts up and she gets it going but the weird part is she pulls it onto a bridge right and the bridge is clearly going to give way but then it seems like she just says gas and then rev like turns it on again and then reserve oh reserve there was there's like a little plunger yeah it it, like so in the past reserve gas was like a thing you could have if you ran out of gas you could pump it in and that's that's something that that does not translate any longer like it's now we have like electric cars and shit right like it's like no that that Um, doesn't work that way anymore but she gets it going but then the the fucking van gets stuck 
Um, because the bridge is wonky, which they do establish at the beginning of the movie when they drive in. Like they oh, show okay. the yeah. planks being like, gluk, 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 like when they're driving over top of it. And you're like, oh, this bridge sucks. <laughs> you guys need a better bridge. It was also around this moment that I realized that like the main character of this movie, Chris, basically, I would say she's the main character because she, you know, but she is not in the third act of this movie, except for when she's telling the story about how yeah. she met oh, Jason. Character, it blows hard. It, she, yeah. she, it's almost like she is only there to have a final girl moment, yeah. which is fine. You can have one, but I think we all would agree that Vera would have been a much better final girl. That's true. I more, agree. Was way way but, more interesting. I agree with that. But like Vera was so caught off guard and such a like nice character. And, but Chris actually has the experience. And, and I think that's true. But Chris has like the experience. So I think that's, the implication there she actually fights back because she's like she knows how this dude moves is, is how i interpreted it she actually fights back uh with a knife and we get the 3d jason gets the knife and throws the knife out and we get a 3d effect for the knife yeah. throw which i thought which also was... in the games yep that's he, right jason picks up knives and throwing them all the fucking play and like this is the only movie i think where he throws a knife so that's something they used yeah. i thought that knife throw would have looked cool in 3d i was i was wondering about that one um one day one day not today today's not i do think that uh the the motorcycle gang you know they they siphon the gas specifically because they were going to burn the barn down right like that was their whole plan was like we're going to burn the whole barn oh i thought that they they didn't burn themselves first with the third guy smoking yeah (laughs) Yeah. which his name was loco but he should have just been called cigarette yeah his name should have been cigarette i thought that I thought that they were just stealing the gas to have the expensive gas, but that's no. But they were they, taking. Well, that's the why gas Fox was like, I don't think we should do this because like Fox was like nervous or whatever. Like we really shouldn't do this. And then the reason they were, they he sends Loco over to the barn is because like they're gonna burn the barn down. Okay. As like revenge for fucking their motorcycles up or whatever. So she, uh, Chris ends up in the in the barn in the rafters. Jason's in there like yep. pulling stuff apart, freaking out like. Just trying to murder. Look just for her, and objects. she's on a beam, and, and she, she slowly does balls. a cartoon oh. character style. Yeah, she was <laughs> yeah, perfectly no, positioned Kaylin, we to. We all asked that same yeah, question. She was perfectly like, positioned to fuck? completely survive that. Nope, she yeah. just slides to the bottom and falls on him. <laughs> um, she has like one lopsided butt cheek or something yeah. that like really <laughs> that threw her four, weight off. Forty yeah. extra pounds. <laughs> so at this point, she manages to get him noosed and throws him over the edge he gets hung and she goes downstairs and she opens the hanged door. hanged man hung or hanged um i'm hung i'm sure he jason got is hanged. probably hung yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm gonna assume you met me um he she opens the, she first of all we get a really dumb scene where she's trying to open the uh the barn door that's been latched and she's yeah. bashing it from underneath and it keeps popping up and popping back in and i'm like I get that she's like a weak, she's like weak and young or whatever, but like, why was she, like, she's also dumb. In I think that's moment. one of, this is an example of like, we got maybe 20 to 25 minutes left of film. Just if you got to hit it once or twice, hit it, just get it yeah. off there. Cause she's like, <laughs> like, we don't, we only got a, we can't keep cutting away. Anyway, Jason, she gets the burn door open. Jason's hanging there. This is when I realized that Jason's got su- like his superpower is neck 
and it, it ties into what you were saying earlier. He's just he's got some sort of turbo neck that can't. It's like when Frank tries to kill himself like a bunch of times in that episode of It's Always yeah. Sunny, and he can't. His neck is his so neck full is of like, muscle that like he can still just, breathe easily. He, yeah, he's like that character from also that character from Ninety Day Fiance that was the meme that has no neck, where he's just like shoulders and then head, or that like. 3D projection of like what human beings would need yeah. to look like if to, they like, survive, had to a, survive car a car accident. <laughs> That's yeah. what Jason is. That's yeah. what Jason is. Um, but he, he falls down and he starts coming at her some more. Um, and I got uh, the Ali. Was that his name? He's still alive. Oh, yeah. He helps out. They they struggle and she fucking axes him right in the face. And I think that axe wound on his mask yeah. stays. I believe yeah. you are correct. for the rest of time. I think he, if, the yeah. rest of all of Jason movies, yeah, yeah. except it... for the fake Jason. Yeah, fake fake Spoilers. son. Jeez. Wait, what, movie what is that? fake Jason? Are you... Isn't there a fake one where it's blue triangles instead of red, and it's because it's someone else pretending to be him or something? Oh, oh, I don't know. I've all this. I've seen three. Listen, Jason I I haven't watched these in a long time, and I know enough about the lore to like be able to test you guys sometimes but just i mean kaylin maybe you're fucking kaylin's watched these way more frequent way more recently yeah. than you recently well, yeah, yeah. sure um yeah so let's see there's a 3d effect of oh the 3d effect of jason coming at her like as like the final scare before she axes him in the face yeah was a pretty good one um then she makes it to the boat and escapes they show jason like dead with a fucking axe in his head and then she wakes up like in the morning in the boat and every single thing is jump scaring her like a, a, yeah. a bird crows a duck, a a duck stick. lands a stick gets near her and she's freaking out um and then she's that's when we see jason fully unmasked in the window and we get like several straight up shots of his unmasked face which is very like you know the horror movie thing where you don't show your monster till way later in the movie to build that suspense? I feel like that's what yeah. this implied. They were like, show his face, show his face, show his face. Uh, it's a payoff thing. Um, <clears throat> it was unsettling, though, too. It was very unsettling. But he looked, he did look a lot like... Is it Chunk? Is that the name of the go- the guy with the Goonies with the eye that's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. Uh, hey, you guys. No, Chunk is the fat kid. Chunk is the fat kid who does the, the fat boy dance or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the truffle yes. shuffle. The truffle um, shuffle, not the fact. I think they have similar names, though. Yeah, it's anyway. Um, no, his name is uh, Chong. Shit. His Monkey name's Man. his name's Kang. Monkey Man, Monkey Face. So the the then we get the exact same ending as Friday the Thirteenth Part One. Sloth. Sloth. Thank Sloth. you. Except for instead of. The, the creepy boy Jason popping out of the water. It's now Jason's mom popping out of the water to grab Chris. Notice the eyes. When, the, when, she, when she popped up, I'm like, is that his mom? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Why? Also, the, the eyes are See, what closed. I said was, whose mom is that? <laughs> <laughs> also, wasn't she decapitated? So Yeah, in, how did in, she reattach her own head and get her body back? In Rich How'd Friday, she get that sweater back? <laughs> in Rich Friday the 13th fashion, though, we get the... We, we get the it's, it was all a dream as she gets taken away in a cop car laughing and crying because she but this enough. also implies that she knew the legend of yeah. Jason or oh, yeah that 
supernatural shit is happening. Exactly. And then in the She's fourth haunted. movie, which we will see soon enough once we reopen the grimoire in a couple of months, that Jason is a supernatural character. The thing that makes me laugh is that there's just an asylum near Camp Crystal that it's just, just full of people who girls almost now. got killed by <laughs> three girls now that are just like jason's gonna get me jason's gonna get yeah. me well i no. did like her maniacal laugh i, I enjoyed that quite a bit <laughs> well if you guys remember the beginning <laughs> yeah <laughs> the beginning of uh the second movie was the same deal they they showed the first the end 10 minutes or whatever yeah. and then they and then they showed the character from the first movie getting murdered like Jason went out of his way to go kill this person. Oh, right. Which right. shows that like Jason doesn't just stick to the lake, you know, like he'll he'll go out there and murder. He might go to Manhattan, he might go to space, who knows where he's yeah. gonna be. He might go to hell. Um Listen, so... I I'm I think we've talked about this before. Like I really want another Jason movie to come out and I want it to be part of the canon. Like I don't want it to be a reboot, because they already did that. And it kind of it was fine. It's actually kind of good. I don't know if you guys have watched the, the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. It's kind of good. No, I but... watched all four reboots of each of these uh, grimoire uh, 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 chapters that we're doing. Cool. One of the best things about the Chucky franchise is that that reboot they made, people liked it. It was fine, but they didn't like it enough to like not make this TV show that is happening happen and like, the TV show that. is part that's of the original yeah, canon. That's not a like, no, no, no. Like, the, the whole Chucky franchise is This TV a show big, is a direct sequel to the Cult of Chucky. Thing. It takes place yeah. moments after the Cult of Chucky ends. Um, so that was our conversation and review for the film uh, Friday the 13th, Part 3D. Um, we're going to talk now about our final thoughts Kalen, why don't you start us off again? Why, thank you. The uh, So, <clears throat> I put down, it's a fine addition to the franchise. Your classic promiscuous teens being hunted down one by one. Um, as I mentioned earlier, like this is the Jason that I know. Um, Steve, I believe you made a comment that kind of... So, we were talking group chat... Um, earlier or the other day yesterday or something but i enjoyed this movie but there is something that it felt like it was missing or something and when you mentioned about how like it was shot in the day and they seemed safe like it didn't have that that uh level of of tension i guess um is what i feel was missing from it um there's moments where they're specifically doing the visual gags for the 3d gimmick which I think would have been better without, as it kind of takes uh, takes away upon rewatching. So like when you're watch, like when you're just watching like regular two D or whatever, it took it personally. It took me out of it because I just I know they were doing it just for that gimmick alone, and it doesn't really add to the story. It's not like for example, like that baseball bat. Like it just it's not a good frame or whatever, right? Like it's not as far as just a visual. Oh, it's but not... it's great if you're waiting for them three D moments. You're like, well. <laughs> It is. Don't the... hit me with that bat, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the so the the cut in the half handstand I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. The uh, Rick's head being crushed was my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, for what went well, the iconic hockey mask. For 
even better and we kind of talked about it throughout the episode but i i put why is he killing them like just because i thought that there was supposed to be kind of more of a reason behind it uh based on like the first two movies um and then i put so if you're a fan of campy horror this is a buy and i give it um being a jerk is better than being a nothing oh shit and how about the uh, mpaa rating oh yes you are absolutely correct my apologies mpaa 26 764 and it was a big one at the end of the the credits because usually it's just like a little one off to the side this was a big one right in your face nice 3 3d did they put so those like drag lines behind it like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> four thousand movies four thousand movies between last week and this week right isn't that crazy 10 years almost four thousand movies fuck all right, thank you, Cageman. Uh, Steve, why don't you hit us with your best shot? Uh, fly away. All right. So, uh, what went well? What could have been better? Uh, uh, what went well for me, and what went better? What could have been better for me, or I think the same thing, which is that they set up so many little interesting moments for each <laughs> character. Not all of them, but a lot of them, and. You know, I was excited because, you know, they, they do the same thing in the other movies where they, they give these characters a little bit to talk about. And you want to see them come to some sort of, you know, culmination of what they're talking about or, or like a, a fruition or, a you know, a, a, a coward becoming a hero. And that didn't happen. And what could have been better would have been that would have been <laughs> us seeing at least a few of these characters through to what they had set up to begin with. Uh, I think my my biggest example would be, you know, they introduced this this biker gang that are interesting enough visually, but then they have like an attitude and then you develop them a little bit more when Fox is like, I don't think we should do this, man. This seems fucking crazy. And Ali's like, no one's going to get hurt. We just need to get payback. And Loco's like, yeah, payback. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, what are they going to get payback for? And then they die immediately. And you're like, what the fuck like what i want to see what they were gonna do and uh you know like utilize that with the characters that they interacted with earlier vera and uh shelly i almost called them scully and scully <laughs> vera and, and scully <laughs> yeah. uh like imagine those two groups had to get together and they were the ones that survived and everyone else died and they're fighting jason together and like the gang and like the hefty nerd who thinks he's not good enough for anyone and like the hottest woman at the camp working with the bikers and they're having to fight Jason like I think that would be that would make for a more interesting uh, climax in the movie which you know unfortunately those two characters the nerd and the hot chick die and all of the bikers die and then to even fucking give me a slap in the face, they Ali's alive at the end. I'm like, wait, he's alive the whole time. Like he could have been working with Shelly. Shelly and him should have teamed up and made like a treehouse attack or some shit. <laughs> anyway, that's my moment for that. <clears throat> and here's my review. Oh wow, the movie is the same again. No <laughs> hate on the template. <laughs> it's what people expect and want from Jason Voorhees murder spree movies, but. I would have liked something a bit different. Introducing a biker gang bent on revenge was a fun idea that could have been so much more fun. 
I would have liked to have seen Shelly and Ollie eventually team up and put a hurting on Jason, especially with the limp dick reveal that Allie was still alive only to be killed within seconds after that reveal. Yeah, I just am repeating everything I just said. Uh, the kills are fun, and the 3D gags had me sarcastically yelling things at my TV to the glee of no one. No one but me. <laughs> and I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, the movie's uh, weakest... The movie is the weakest installment of uh, the series so, so far, but uh, not for lack of interesting setups. The payoff uh, of each of those setup, setups is where it loses me. Though the original script for this probably would have been more interesting, the one that I told you guys about earlier with the uh, Insane Asylum and all that stuff, just a few tweaks to this movie would have at least given it a, like more of a, a personal identity to it as uh, a Jason movie to set it apart from the previous two Fridays. Mm. If only for... Uh, the creation of the iconic mask i'll say that this movie is watchable and fun enough falling into the it's so bad it's good territory that i think all of us really like um despite its recycled set pieces and story beats i give friday the 13th part three an off-screen death only for it to have have it to come back and axe you in the head or a shiny new hockey mask that immediately gets a long-lasting gash in it Ooh. I love a long-lasting gash. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you should meet my ex-wife! <laughs> Jason, right. just before you do your bit, I just had a thought. So, when we first meet Shelly, he's wearing a mask of some sort, kind of see-through-ish. Oh, yeah. I the mask just from had the Purge thought. movies. Yeah, remind me of the Purge, yeah. I just had a thought, though. What if they intended that to be the mask and then as they continued filming they're like no this isn't gonna work i mean that mask. i guarantee looked... you that that was probably like they probably bought like a shitload of masks yeah. and they're like which one should we use that mask would have yeah. looked crazy with jason Voorhees' fucking grotesque face though, yeah. i yeah. guess like it's crooked and you can like see his eyes like not in the eye hole <laughs> um here's my final thought on jason three <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. Uh, th- this movie compared sorry let me start that <laughs> I, I got this that... movie compared itself to the other two movies I got... boy oh boy I got the giggles I got a bit of the giggles uh, this movie compared to the first two feels like they got the Jason formula right which actually makes it feel a bit more by the numbers and a bit more sterile um, I could see though in 1982 being stoked for this like to come out and then loving it uh it definitely has that underwhelming third in a trilogy feeling where the kills are bigger and more elaborate um and they tried new things like the daytime sequence and having the climax uh take place during a windstorm instead of a rainstorm i think i meant that a little bit tongue-in-cheek um they also finally get the origin of the mask for jason the 30th uh, effects uh, plays comedy in this modern age, but it's fun to pick out the moments that would have uh, been in 3D at this time. Uh, I did enjoy it though. Uh, it makes it it make it moves at a snappy pace, uh, and the final battle with Jason is clearly the best done final battle of the three so far. Uh, we saw some neat practical effects for gore, and I'm excited to see them build on that as we go forward into the further into the 80s. I also realized that during this, we we have such a we have a 10 year gap in 
practical effects, special effects between last week and this week. We've yeah. de- we've gone backwards ten years, and I think that the filmmaking between the two movies is really similar, considering how far apart they are. Just like uh, just like that horror movie. This is our own fault, though. Like we decided to do it in right. reverse order for some idiotic reason it's because <laughs> i want, it's because halloween. i wanted halloween to be at the end and i wanted friday the 13th to fall as close no, to friday the 13th no, I, as possible. I, I didn't say I, I didn't know what the reason was it's just <laughs> stupid I'm saying it's a um, dumb idea <laughs> we saw some neat practical uh, i'm excited to see them build on i actually gave this movie a four to five just because it mm. uh it it's a culmination of everything we've learned everything the filmmakers learned from the first two movies which, but it it doesn't mean that I'm gonna ever go higher than a four for these movies. This I just this movie I'm gonna remember. Uh, well, for... I'm excited for you to see part four where you give it a five. Oh, fuck, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> part um, four is sick. It's my favorite one. That's fair. Um, I I give it. Here's my here's my here's my actual review. I give it an HD re-release in HDR IMAX 3D 4DX AVX Screen X D box. <laughs> The movie was uh, the movie was a. F- but then the the projector malfunctioned. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Ding, the, ding ding ding. The movie was a fun romp uh, overall, and what went well was the suspense building and the final battle slash like chase. Uh, even better, they could have spent a little bit more time and care on the three D effects, uh, <clears throat> and they didn't. They didn't make or break the movie, so like this could have just been not three D and a better overall movie. But I do get that at, in 1982, 3D technology for horror, it's like, that's what you use it for. Let's put everything, let's make a 3D version of everything. And we went through that in the in like 2006, where there's like, I don't care, let's fucking, let's put this, uh, let's put this comedy in 3D for some reason. And I think that is everything for this week's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between, uh, people of Earth, for Jason, for Jason, uh, sorry, for Kalen, for Steven, I'm Jason. And for Steven and Jason, I'm Kalen. For Jason, for Kalen, I am Steven. And I have to ask you guys uh, a question, and that is, hey, did you see this one? Hey, hey! Did you see this one? Hey, have you ever been... Frightened in the third dimension. And also, have you seen this one? Hey, am I poking your eyes out? Oh, God, it's actually frightening me. It looks more 3D than I thought it would. Uh, wow. It's funny because you did that 3D gag uh, while the end credits were playing. Because I was, was kind anybody of... scared that when he was taking a shit at the beginning of the movie that he was going to 3D shit all over us? <laughs>